Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, here you see him, Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Andy, here joining with the fellas here tonight for the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. My co host, not Deion Sanders, for prime time. What's up? And my other co-host, uh, Freshman Flow, uh, the man of the reality revolutionary. Here, what's the word? Yeah, so we are back here. Uh, we got, you know, a little short podcast that we got to do. We count down to WrestleMania. Obviously, a lot of things that we got to talk about uh, and stuff. Um, so the things I get to first after I get into the whole thing. We did have the sad news of Scott Hall passing away last week. Last week we, we talked about him being on life support. Then as soon as like we ended the podcast and we kept right Nash, like the next day, like exactly you know, and Kevin Nash already like hit everybody up like one one in the morning. So it's just like whoa. So I'm gonna talk a little bit about that because we, we me and Prime did do a whole section about Scott Hall, but Q to give a chance to give his thoughts. So we'll talk about that. Also, and this is the last week of mm-hmm. fantasy. So if anybody has to, you know, switch anybody anything right before WrestleMania, right before we go into a new season, this is going to be the day to do it. And things coming in from Tony Khan and Jeff Hardy and all kinds of stuff like that. But before we get into all that kind of stuff, make sure you guys check out SpacesFilly.com. SpacesFilly, the production company we are part of, that helps podcasts all around here in the city of Philadelphia. Make sure you check out the content they have on their uh, website, such as the Lulu Plot Plus One. Doing business with Mark Randall and the Mark and Dark Show. Make sure you also check out the Nerd Coalition's content as well, such as the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond, Nerd Gas and Talk Podcast, Drunk Dog Silver Tongues. Check us out on all the podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Check out the the, uh, the snippets I put on YouTube. If you guys got YouTube Premium, that would be helpful as well. And also, you guys should check out my main man, Primetime with Lee Boy TV, every single Friday for the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. So, Prime, uh, what was the show this past Friday that y'all had going on? Uh, this past week, we had one of my friends from all that, um, Christina Kirkman. She has a clothing line and all that kind of stuff, so we just talked about that. Pretty chill, and um, we uh, we got some we got some some stuff coming up. We got a there's a there's a movement happening that we're we're kind of doing, and uh, it, it's taking waves. And 
we're gonna we're gonna have a surprise guest on our podcast very soon. That's all I can say. Oh my god, is it dealing with shrooms? Huh? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a surprise guest on our podcast that I don't think has done an interview in in a long time. So uh, that would be good. That's gonna be good. Oh shit, Michael Jackson was still alive. I you got Mike, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know better. Uh, also, freshman flow out there doing the music, going on tour and everything like that. Uh, Flo, what's going on? With, yeah, what's going on with the music out there, fella? So, uh, if you're in the Philly area, May 14th, there's a conference going on at uh out uh, North Philly at, at uh, Esperanza. There's also going to be a 16 bar challenge. If you've seen my videos from the Tampa trip last year, you know what that's about. That's going to be a goodie. Um, June 16th, there's a Black Excellence Film Festival at the Showboat in the Man City. I'll be out there. Hot damn. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that's it for now. But we got more stuff coming. Oh, uh. I got a song coming out Wednesday and a song coming out Friday in a music video with that song coming out Friday. So oh. I have two songs, two, two songs on the way. And do, that's it. Do the friends get the early exclusives? Nah, because I don't have it yet. Uh, y'all can get the early exclusives for the song, sure. Okay. But I don't have the video yet. Gotcha. All right, then. Well, you know what? We're going to be looking forward to that. So make sure you guys post that in the comments. Down, you know what? Well, Wherever you guys listen to, make sure you guys support my main man, Q Flow. Well, we got another week of wrestling to talk about, guys, as we're winding down to WrestleMania. And as I'm, you know, or as some people call it, WrestleMania, because the card is kind of weak, to be honest with y'all. Minus a match or two and Stone Cold. The card weak. Let's call it what it is. And I'm just like, two nights, of, two nights of Raw and SmackDown matches don't need to be happening. At Mania, to be honest, you know, you. Think, you know hey, keep it one or two nights, so that's what we get. I, no, you can do two nights and have a, a stack card. They, they, they had two nights in the previous two years. They had, they had a better card at the indoor WrestleMania for the, the COVID Mania, a better card then than they do now, and they ain't had no people there. So you know, WrestleMania is something to be desired. But before we get on to all that, we're going to start off real quick where I have everybody's early energy with fantasy points. Y'all know we do fantasy here on, on No Gimmicks Needed and actually starting to, you know, get word. People want to join in the fantasy and stuff like that. I don't mind all that. So that's going to be good. But right now, we got the final countdown for fantasy. I'm going to get the fantasy point updates. And then we're going to go see who wants to make any changes, drop anybody, pick up anybody. Because it's going to be the final week to do it. We ain't going to talk about it next week. And we ain't going to talk about it in the the week after that is WrestleMania. And then we're going to start the new podcast at the new season of WrestleMania is going to be starting up. So, first off, I'm going to say coming in at last place with 270 points is me, Mr. Andy. Not doing good at all. So, but you know what? It, it can flip for me if Roman do the shit right. Uh, coming in tied for third place with 305 
Prime and Lady Sketch. She made a dramatic comeback, she yo. What happened? Did. Don't Jay Cargill getting her all them points? No, Keith Lee, Swerve, Darby oh, sneaking up and doing she get she for like three weeks straight, she began thirty point rampages. That's that's nuts. <laughs> that is the, it. Just be sneaking on there with Keith Lee, with Darby, and with uh, Swerve. You know, like her, and then she 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 made a good pickup with the Mysterios. That that was a smart one. She dropped Kevin. Oh, she got she, the she got the Mysterios. I think she got the Mysterios. Yes. Okay. Good. Smart move. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, she she made a good smart move, you know, uh Asia getting hot or well, I mean, we ain't kind of Asia point shit, but and then so yeah, sorry, she got street profits. So, so right now she's been doing good. So yes, her and Prime are tied at three oh five and in the lead right now with three twenty five is Q Flow. Come on, man. So Come on, man. talk about Yo, the comeback was- because just last month uh Prime was at three thirty ahead of everybody. We was still at, at the two hundred. I was like, I was in the hundreds at the time. But times have changed. So, uh, all right, fellas. Hey, listen, man, have you know what the Bible, listen, man, you know what the Bible says? Man can't live on Brock alone. Oh! <laughs> no, he didn't. Right before Easter. No, he didn't. So, I have low. So, I have the first pick if I want to switch anybody. And... With my list going the way it is, as of right now, it's about WWE people. It ain't even about AEW people right now because they don't have a big, they don't have no TNT show coming up that I know of, and Double or Nothing is not until May. That's going to be season two of the draft anyway. So, because I was thinking about maybe getting rid of Santana and Ortiz, but I already placed with another AEW person. So. Right now, because we are going to talk about Cody and, you know, what his, what his plans are that, that, that they revealed this, or, or, you know, that they revealed a new site this week. So, right now, as it stands, I'm going to keep my list. I'm going to just ride out, because I'm going to ride out. Right now, any drastic change may make me lose so, even more. So, you in last place, and you're just going to keep everybody that you got right now. Unless you want to make me a trade, because right now, I I believe Seth and Cody is going to be at Mania, and that's going to cancel it out. And you okay with that? You don't want to just drop Seth to get somebody at least to get points? You know, I should I honestly ain't logic because Seth been drawing on this storyline and been losing twice in a week trying to get on the WrestleMania card. I'm like, I don't like this shit. So, but you know what? I, I think I may drop Seth. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought it to my attention question is now i gotta figure out uh who to pick up i gotta check out, I gotta check out the okay roster. and i know i do this every week can you please read me my full list i know i change it a lot so i can keep trying to win so man you don't write your list school? down next time <laughs> <laughs> full list. Uh, okay here, here, i'll give you a full list you ready yes okay prime times full list brian Danielson, adam cole brock lesnar Ricochet, Red Dragon, New Day, Sammy Guevara, Jungle Boy, Braun Breaker, Rhea Ripley, A Kid, Cora Jade. Oh, I don't have Gunther no more. You don't have what? Gunther? 
You dropped Imperium. I remember saying I dropped Imperium, but I kept going through. All right, whatever. It don't matter. Um. Okay. Okay. What Gunther doing? And I was about to drop Gunther and get somebody else. You know my <laughs> point. Uh, okay, sorry. Uh, my NXT people are Core J, Core J, Braun Breaker, and um, Braun Breaker, Yes. Okay. Oh, because I see. I got somebody I want to pick up, but I don't know. You know, I'm just. I'm gonna leave it like that. I'm gonna leave it as that. Uh, I'm gonna leave it. Okay. Um. And AW. I want. AW is is Jungle Boy, Sammy Guevara, Red Dragon, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson. You know what? Yeah. Okay. I I would drop Jungle Boy for Jeff Hardy. That's what you. That's your final thing. What you want to do? Because you know, was I done with the whole Seth Rollins thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you, you know, you, you just gonna just jump ahead like that? You know what I'm saying? All right, well, sorry, I'm I'll wait for you. <laughs> no, no, seriously, no, it's it, it's cool. I can't do it. I, I was playing. I can't do no AEW stuff. So you want to drop Jungle Boy for Jeff Hardy? Yes. Okay. Before I cross, you sure now? Before I cross it out? Yes, I'm sure. All right. I'm dropping Jungle Boy for Jeff Hardy. Okay. Because at least Jeff Hardy gonna get wins. Jungle Boy been losing. All and right. okay, all right. So, <laughs> who has AJ style? Lady Sketch. Lady Sketch. Of course. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. Name me my WWE because I gotta make sure these people gonna win. I need to win. All right. Listen up. <laughs> Just the WWE. Your WWE. Is Brock Lesnar, Ricochet, New Day. Oh, God, look all these crosses I had to do. Braun Breaker, Rhea Ripley. Oh, I might have mentioned Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, A.K. Corjade. Okay. First of all, te- I have a technicality. Since they are attacking, can I add Liv Morgan to Rhea Ripley? Or does somebody have Liv Morgan? Nobody has nobody has Liv Morgan, so you want to add Liv Morgan back to your list. I'm saying, can I add her as the team for real, since they are a team? Back to your list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I I have no problem. Okay. Yeah, I don't. That's the way it's going to take the pin at Mania. Okay. You mean they're going to take the pin over Shayna Baszler and Natalya? Bianca and Naomi is walking away with them championships. Why are you so positive? I am positive because one, they know they got to give uh, Naomi like a come up. They they, they cancel her Sonya Deville storyline just to put her aside. Her aside, she got to do something. Well, I think I'm gonna just be honest with you because I know one of them gonna break up. I would rather see a Naomi and Sasha feud rather than a Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley feud. I so. I do agree with you. Too bad Bruce Pritchard is writing this show though. Just <laughs> <laughs> so. That's why I, I have, like, you know, the least amount of faith. But, go, go ahead. Um, Alright. I thought I wanted to be triumphant, but I don't care no more. I'm dropping the New Day. Damn, you just had it for a week. 
Yeah, because I wanted to be triumphant. And then I seen that match against with Kofi and uh and Holland. I was like, yeah, uh, I don't want them no more. Okay, so who do you want in his place? Now, <laughs> and you said I can't to get McAfee, right? You can no, you can't no. get back at me. <laughs> Why can't <laughs> We can't get no celebrity like Logan Paul, McAfee, all of them are off the table right now. They're not Stone consistent. Now, how is McAfee a celebrity when he signed to the company? He's a, and that come on, don't do this, we probably. <laughs> okay, all right. I just wanted to get New Day off my list because I feel I feel like I feel like New Day might win, but like to get to the win is is not what I want. If that makes sense. Okay. So. This is a, uh, and somebody has a. Um, oh, you got Omos. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Uh, Q, do you still have Lashley? Yup. Okay. See, I'm scared to say this person who want to pick, but I mean, you go right. Okay, I'll be I'll be transparent with you. I'm. I do may want to drop Seth Rollins. I'm looking through the list right now, of people, of super wrestlers that I, who I want to drop before. Sheamus is out there, that I'm thinking about. Nakamura is out there because I do think that Nakamura can win the, ch- the tag team titles. Him, them, Rick, Rick Boogs can do that. Nobody has Nakamura. Nobody. No. Nobody has Nakamura. Uh, that's, nobody wow, had, that's no, still... nobody has the Miz. I mean the Miz. You know, you, you never know what comes the Miz. Nakamura, that's still iffy. I don't know. <laughs> nobody has Champa. You know, nobody has MSK. Is when did you a Blazer? I'm sorry. This picture is uh, uh this this uh is she? Don't have it. Is Wendy Chu a blazing? Yeah. Da- wow. You didn't know that? No, no I, I, how many times on this podcast I have said I am terrible figuring out people's ethnicity. I just thought she was just some Asian girl in pajamas. I was like, oh, this is not you at all. She is. That when, okay. showed, when I was looking at her picture, I was like, oh, that's a all the way blazing. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm, whew, I'm scared to do this. Okay. <laughs> I'm very scared to do this, but I want to pick up, I guess, Shinsuke. And you drop, okay. So you're dropping New Day for Shinsuke. <sighs> Yes. Okay. Now I ain't got time for this team stuff. Are you picking up Shinsuke or are you picking up Shinsuke and Rick Boogs? No, nah, I'm just picking up Shinsuke. I don't care about Boogs. I don't need Boogs. Okay, I'm crossing New Day off right now. Okay. All right, that's my that's my list because uh, I done I done filled all the positions, or so I think. Okay. Q flow. All right. Um, 
one of these tag teams is losing. Which one? I don't know. Charlotte. Charlotte's losing. So she got to go. I'm getting rid of Charlotte. But who are you getting rid of Charlotte for? Now, Mr. Amy, would I be a dick if I picked up Boogs just to, just to screw Prom over in case Boogs don't, uh, in case Boogs gets the pin? I mean, it, it'll screw him over, but it'll screw you over too. That's fine. At this point. Wow. Tell <laughs> <laughs> you, that'd be a little bit of a dick. Do I go neutral or do I lose points? Come on. Well, if I win, I win the title. If you lose, do you get points? Nope. But so neither you do lose you lose points. You don't even like you go even. You just lose points. I don't lose points. If, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. If, if Shinsuke gets the pin. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that's the only way. Well, hey, <laughs> let's hope Shinsuke get the. You would have to hope Shinsuke gets that pin though. Um. So yeah, so I'm cutting out Charlotte. You know what? I'm gonna do the dick move. I'm gonna take boobs. <laughs> you should have took the team prior. I'm gonna take boobs. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's it, go to is NXT. Is fine if I cross it out? Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte did what I needed her to do. I'm good. She got me most, she got me points when I needed them. I'm good. Yeah, it'd be funny if Charlotte lose, uh, Charlotte win, and then everybody was like, dang, I didn't Charlotte have Charlotte. WrestleMania 34, when everybody was like, I should go be Charlotte, I was like, eh, and this Charlotte came, and the queen prevailed, so... Shit like this. Yeah, happen. but that's we Oscar and Ronda. Let's let's measure the the, the height. Well, that's not at, like it's not. I'm about at, like, to say, uh, do you know what Oscar not was at the time? Oscar was undefeated. She's like five hundred yeah, something. You're right. You're right. It's not I like Ronda's better than Oscar though. Come on now. Eh, anyway. Um, wow. Okay. Let me look at NXT. I think I'm good with NXT. What you got on NXT? Uh, Solo, Harlan, EO, and Kaylee Ray. All right, I'm I'm gonna just put a whisper in your ear. I don't need your whispers, bro. I would. I'm I, all I'm saying is I will pick up LA Knight. That's all I'm saying. I'm good. Then pick him up. Why do we pick him up? Because everybody on my on my thing has title matches. LA Knight has a singles match at, at the pay per view show. Oh, well, Harlan doesn't. All right, that's all right. Who's he going up against? Uh, Gunther. Oh, ooh. Yeah, I'm tell you, good. I tell you right now, QQ need to drop this damn loyalty shit and get rid of these damn Uso families. I was thinking that, but... Uh, we, we, what, we two weeks out? Like, it, it's cool. I ain't expecting no significant change. Uh, <laughs> Them titles. Except for the titles, yeah, but... Yeah. You dropping Bobby? Lock me down. I'm done. Lock me down. I'm done. All right, Bobby. All right. Lock me down. I'm done. I'm just trying to help you get more points because it is close. So, all right. I'm good. Okay. Well, let's see. Final lock. Final lockdown. Okay. So now it's just me. And Mr. Amy, you keeping Dolph. Oh, yes. 
Sh- <laughs> I'm keeping Dolph because I, I'm pri- I'm like, look, Dolph just just you know, I'm glad to see him. In I know he's gonna lose back to Braun Breaker, and and stay in the liver, or he might not. So because there's no way they have Braun Breaker lose in front of a big crowd. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is that it's called WrestleMania Monday. And you don't think that they're going to shake up the... You don't think they're going to shake up the XT 2.0 roster? You I think don't they should think bring people that like Brock Breaker will up on Raw? I think... I mean, first of all, Dolph Ziggler's on Raw and NXT at the same time. So, he don't need... He can have the title for that if he wants to or not. Because it just shows you the respect Mr. Bay has for that NXT championship. You see what he did with Kerry Cross and Jeff Hart? But <laughs> <laughs> well, look who got it now, though. That, that means he got no respect for it. <laughs> Which means it all reasons why I'm keeping him. Because Dolph is always a chance. Even though when it looks so bleak, it's always a chance. And on WrestleMania weekend, if he beats Brock Brick, it's like, oh my God. If he if he wins, you already know Brock is coming up to the main roster. That's how that joke. I mean, if 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 you ask me, or you know, say put a gun in my head, you say who's retaining, Braun Break or who's gonna win, Braun Break or Carmelo Hayes? I'm going with Carmelo Hayes. Uh, right. I think Carmelo. I think Carmelo Hayes loses to go up to the big title. That too, we can be against Dolph. <laughs> easy, easy really, come, oh my god, come on, man. Yes. Carmelo Hayes and Braun Baker would sell for it. All right, I guess I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, Seth, what are, you, what are you doing to me, Seth? Seth, you really lose it for me right now. And I just don't. He loses every week. It, like re- recently, yes. So I know he wants to WrestleMania match. If it does happen to be Cody, which I think it's going to be Cody anyway, I cancel out anyway. Just have Cody. On Whoever it is, he's going to lose. Unless it's like a joke and like don't the clown come out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, but see, if I get, I don't think about getting Finn Balor, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do Balor versus Priest at Mania. Mm-hmm. And, and probably the, the Damian versus uh, the, the Demon. Yeah, and I and then I I probably I'll cancel out too. Uh, you did drop. You know what? I think I may do Sheamus. I think I may do. I, I think oh, cause I don't want Rich. Huh? I, I I know they. I know they probably not gonna do. A you don't want Butch? No. Uh, at least not yet. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take the risk. I'm going to drop Seth Rollins and pick up Sheamus. That's not bad. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna drop Seth Rollins and I'm gonna pick up Sheamus. And I'm gonna lock it in right there. Lock it in. Um, so so Ricochet won this title, but like who's he facing? Hoping Sheamus. <laughs> Sheamus, I'm assuming Sheamus is facing the New Day or something, right? Yeah, uh, so like, well, since Biggie broke his neck, I'm just like, I yeah. thought they may change the plans. 
Nah, they might try to have no they get revenge or something. Get revenge. Quote unquote. But I'm saying like Ricochet has no opponent, so like uh, all right. Well, me and Q are locked in. What about you, Prime? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm uh I guess I'm locked. No, no, I I, I need more confidence than that. Hey man, I'm I was I up by hundred points. I was up a hundred points. I don't have confidence anymore. I'm trying to win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Prime said he is locked in. All right, we are locked in. There are no more fantasy updates until after WrestleMania. So, what you see was what you get. So, because some people. Yeah, that's that's uh, shit though. Uh, but I mean, now now watch them start running. With I'm like, yeah, fuck him. But you know well, what? You're not gonna win that mania, so you already know that. So you're good. <laughs> so we gotta see how we gotta see how things playing out. I'm just hoping Roman carries me over the edge. It's all I need. I need Roman to carry me over the edge, and I just need I just need some some, some good AEW pickup wins and and a good stand and deliver. Ah, oh, stand deliver. Fuck it. I, I'm already locked in. I can't do nothing else about it. All right. Well, guys, let's, let's moving on with, with some of the wrestling topics that we got uh, today here. So, let's go on with your boy, Tony Khan. My man made his uh, busted open radio performance, as usual, he does weekly. And he dropped uh, some of the news. So, he revealed what his plans are for Ring of Honor. So he plans to run Ring of Honor and bring it back to life and have its own TV show. And uh, I was like, okay, that's actually kind of uh, cool. He said uh, they don't know what channel or streaming. He threw the streaming word in there that it could be because I do think that there was rumors of him trying to go around maybe the HBO Max so they can have like that. Since he has the whole AEW library and, of course, the whole Ring of Honor library that he would probably want to go around and try to stream it just like how WWE does it on Peacock. And a lot of wrestling fans, I think if you put that on HBO Max because they have a partnership with with Warner, and so do they. I don't, I don't think that they don't. I don't know, but I don't, I don't know if they can do live streaming yet. So that might be the difficult part for some people. Like, like you said, like the live streaming. Yeah, like if they do like a pay per view or something on there live, I don't think they can do. They no, can't no, no. do that. Oh no, no, I don't think they can do that. Yeah, I'm talking about in the event of if they want to put like okay, if they want to put archive AEW and put all in and put Ring of Honor uh footage on HBO Max, so we could just go and stream it that way, and we can just watch all the old footage. Right now, there's no place to watch any unless you're going on youtube there's no place to really watch any ring of honor old pay-per-views or old tv shows unless you go through youtube or daily motion or honor club or, 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 or something like that and then sending anyway AEW, even though aw's only been around for like three years but the the show that's to help start aw and all in like you can't you can't watch that nowhere Unless I, I miss it, some I, I'm missing it from somewhere. Well, no, it was owned by Ring of Honor, so now that now they have the rights to all in, so now they'll probably put it out. Yeah, they'll be they'll be able to put that out, and then also be able to uh, stream some of the early AEW stuff or even the early pay per views because 
for me, I, I've been doing it old school. I'm like, okay, I want to buy the, the DVD. When it comes, I, I wanted to buy the DVD of All Out when CM Punk had his first match with Darby Allen. And that was sold out. In 2022, the year of our Lord, 2022, DVD got sold out. And I'm just like, if they if they could put it on a service, especially a service that's making a comeback like HBO Max, I think that would be dope. And then, don't put it on nothing that's trash. Don't put it on like Amazon Prime. I don't know how Amazon Prime is, but don't put it on something like that nobody know about. No, I, I, me personally, like I said, Amazon, Amazon Prime wouldn't work. And I wouldn't put it on Paramount Plus because <clears throat> right now, because HBO Max has a partnership with Warner Brothers. That's how you get all the DC stuff on there. That's how you get all the. It's kind of like how Disney bought Fox. So it's like when you on Disney Plus, you have Disney stuff and you have Fox stuff. Well, HBO mm-hmm. is like you got the Warner Brothers stuff and you got the HBO stuff also. So <clears throat> it's trying to make us, you know. It's come back by growing its audience, and it's been working, especially with last year when they, when they signed all them black shows on there that nobody else could find. Mm-hmm. Even BET Plus don't have certain have them shows on there. And I'm well, like, some of you got to sign up for too. Say what? So some of them, the people got to sign over their like rights and their you know all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's part of the ugly part. Of I'm the still waiting on Malcolm and Eddie. Oh yeah, well, I wait for Steve Harvey. So. We got to see, you know, how that stuff, you know, works out. And then since they are, you know, streaming on, on the Warner Media, on TBS and TNT, it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be more feasible for them to go to HBO Max. And then if they see how the content, how the numbers boost up HBO Max and how the content does on HBO Max, then they'll probably be like, okay, come to pay-per-view. Because they only do four pay-per-views a year. So be like, okay, by the time All Out, 2022 comes around or even um full gear you can stream it on hbo max now and watch the pay-per-views that way so it, it, it all depends but him still bringing back the ring of honor show i think it's a good idea i do think though that with the ring of honor show coming back uh i mean he's not going to play it on the same night with, with, with all this AEW stuff I do think a couple things. One, he needs to bring in somebody to help him run it. Because I think Tony Khan will be spread too thin. And if he tries to do it by himself, it's gonna, I don't think it's going to be as good. You got to have somebody to help run, run the ship with you also. You got a few people there that can run it. To that what? can help him run it. You got a few people there that can help him run it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, so he can do that and help him run it. And then... That means you have now opened up a new outlet to to sign more stars, such as Cesaro's a free agent, Samoa Joe's a free agent. Those are old Ring of Honor names right there. Same thing with Ember Moon. I mean, she ain't Ring of Honor name, I'm saying, but she's out there as a free agent. And of course, you know WWE's going to be petty and release more people. And I ain't anybody ain't trying to go to no CYN, so they can come over to Ring of Honor, and because look. We, people like Ring of Honor, but to help boost, if you're going to try to put them on a show and put them on a TV though for us to go actually watch Ring of Honor, you're going to need some names over there to help boost the credibility. What bigger names than you got this, than old school Samoa Joe and, and Cesaro? That, that, that oh, 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 whoa, no. Whoa, well, no. I mean, I'm not saying that old school. I'm just saying, <clears throat> but you know, 
Because Cesaro ain't got the ponytail no more. Samoa Joe's about 200 pounds heavier. So, I'm just saying, but in those those two names right there can help boost, you know, the the stuff for Ring of Honor. They still need, like, a big seller, though. Like, you talking about in Superstar or a wrestler? Or you talking about, like, in what? Yeah, a wrestler, like a big seller. Because, like, how Jericho was their selling point for AEW, they need, like, a... Yeah. A notable name, because like Samoa Joe, everybody knows Samoa Joe. But if you're not a wrestler fan, and you're yeah. trying to uh, like appeal to like the people in the office, you need a name that they know. So uh, that's gonna be the most hard part if you're trying to sell a show to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously the, the the names I can think of that's out there right now are wrestling names. They're big wrestling names, but they're just in the vein of wrestling names. But you know. uh I, is it possible to, to, to get it done? I, I would think sure. You know, and also, I think you just got to be able to sell Ring of Honor to a more wider audience because it's like, how can we attract uh, people like Q-Flo who doesn't even watch Ring of Honor? How can how can we attract him into the market now with it, you know, them, you know, going back on TV and stuff like that. Yeah, because I don't know none of those guys over there. First of all, you got to put them on TV first. They've been off of TV for like 15 years almost. In <laughs> exactly. Because so. the, the last time I Ring of Honor on TV was what, 2007? They were on TV, I think, in 2013 after Impact at one point. I don't know what channel it was. Even Bro, why they had them CYN guys come out at the last show? Because they, they did, they thought that was gonna be their last show for real. That's why. <laughs> and I mean, you know, you know, with, with, with that also helps out. In, like Tony Khan is helping they helping the wrestler, the the wrestling man's, you know, a wrestling show out a lot. I just hope that you know he can open up, and I hope you know he can uh, update, do some updating the Ring of Honor. Because like I said, I was never in the Ring of Honor. I watched it. I've been to some. I've been to some Ring of Honor shows. I've been to some of their pay per views, and I've been to some of their tapings. And Ring of Honor was not my forte. Well, Ring of Honor in the 2010s period, which is like not really. I mean, I'd say like 2012 is probably the last good, like strong year Ring, Ring of Honor. Everything else kind of was just like yeah, meh. Yeah, because when I was. Was when they was trying to get me in the ring of honor, I, it, let's see, they had Kyle O'Reilly as the champion. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It, like, cause they had a they had a peak when um the Young Bucks and obviously the Bullet Club and all them was running it. That was basically the whole show. But other than that, they haven't really gotten anything, and that's kind of you know. Yeah, I was probably the only person that actually liked the Rebellion with Caprice Coleman and Kenny King. Mm-hmm. And the other dude, I, trust me, I know it was a sucky group, and it was feud with Leo Rush, and I was just like, nah. I mean, I like Caprice Coleman, you know, and sometimes. We'll see what happens. What you say? We'll see what happens. We'll have, we'll have to see it, but it, I think it was a good move, and I'm like, I, I, I'm curious to, to see what it was. As long as he doesn't spread himself too thin. As long as he gets some help with it, and long, you know, but he has a love for wrestling, and if they can get up on a streaming service to, to put, have at least have a destination to put the content, I think that will help out a lot of wrestling fans, and I think that will help boost the HBO Max uh, subscriptions. I mean, I know the DC stuff and the Warner Brothers movies is helping it, but I think you know having some some wrestling on there also will be kind of dope. 
especially when let's be real streaming is the future why pay right. for all, all this stuff for cable when you could definitely just stream it and I mean and it could be a thing where you can still pay for their pay-per-views but you can just stream the rest of their content like if we miss an, an, an AEW Dynamite I'm like oh shit let's just go back to HBO Max and check that joint out Oh, they got they got that for Hulu at the moment, at the current moment. Oh, so so Hulu. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. In other news, uh, Jeff Hardy was on Matt Hardy's podcast. I'm like, who doesn't have a podcast these days, right? Well, I'm um the the kind that a lot of people having now. I kind of I kind of don't necessarily like their style. You said the, the, the kind of what? The kind of podcast that a lot of people are having nowadays, I don't like their style. What you mean? Like every wrestler now that has a podcast is like you know how Jericho podcast is where he just talks. Everybody yeah, else's yeah. podcast is like uh, Bruce Pritchard's podcast, where they have a guy sit there and ask them questions about what happened at this moment, and then they just answer the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jericho's more of like a conversationalist, where he just like has a conversation with somebody, which happened. On his previous podcast with uh, William Regal, I don't know if you heard that one yet. Nah, the last one I heard was Keith Lee. Yeah, uh, they had one with, 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 with William Regal on there, and he was supposed to talk, they were supposed to talk about his wrestling. He got so much into his health that Jericho has to do a part two <laughs> because he he Regal even say he rambled on. So yeah, I, I get it. Uh, I just ain't no Matt Hardy had a pocket. I was like, I guess it's for an outlet for Jeff Hardy to talk. But mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy uh, described, you know, what was going on with him the last day he was there. He he claims that he was not intentionally trying to get himself fired because he said with his last little run in there, he 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 breathed some life. And a lot of things that he said was like stuff that we kind of figured out already because he said. You know, I was doing all right because I felt as though that they found something for me to do. A lot of guys just want something to do because I know me. If I, why would I want to travel and put myself at risk, especially during the height of the pandemic? And you bring, I got to go to this city or this city just to sit back and catering. And you have no plans for me. Why do I have to be there? I can stay home for all this shit. I could be with my family for all this shit. But no, you got to cut. That, to me, will be kind of annoying. It's kind of like people who go out and fly the Crown Jewel. Why? And they, they have nothing for them to do. You know, it's kind of the equivalent of Goldust painting his face up and then not being used on the show. Yeah, him instinct. <laughs> like, like, why do you have to do that? And I, I mean, well, you can't just put on shades for the day at all. Oh, I don't even have to be on camera. Like, it, it, I don't understand. I understand everything. There's always cameras recording. You got different shows and different backstage stuff you want to see. So you always got to be ready for the camera. But I'm just like, but to be honest with you, I don't have to be there. And Jeff Hardy was talking about that he wanted, uh, you know, the, the master with Roman Reigns, and I would have liked that program leading into WrestleMania. He was going to. Went people always, but Jeff Hardy is loved. Did you not see how San Antonio popped for Jeff Hardy on Dynamite against Private Party? Like Jeff Hardy is like still one one of the most over guys that there was. Even at Survivor Series, 
when it was him and Seth Rollins left and people was getting really behind uh, Jeff Hardy at that time. And it's like, y'all have something here and y'all are blowing it. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I have to say this. As m- much drug problems as Jeff Hardy has been on, can I blame WWE for jumping to conclusions? No. Because as a human being, I mean, let's, let's, let's just be real. I probably would do the same shit. Yeah. Like, oh, Jeff was all bugged out because he has taken all these companies, not to, not to WWE from TNA also, through the ringer when it came to his drug problem. So when he acts like, acting like this shit again, it was just like, why would I believe it? But he says it was like a lightning bolt just hit him. And he's just like, why am I still doing this? Why am I here? And he just walked off. He's like, why am I here? I'm tired. I don't like why I'm on this house show. Y'all not use me for nothing. Why am I here? I would like to note. Uh-huh. He said in the match, he had done all his spots in the match. So all he needed to do was just sit on the corner. He just left through the crowd. And he yeah. just left. And then um, people was talking about that was unprofessional. I was like, are we talking about WWE? He'd be unprofessional to WWE? Are we, are we right. serious right now? The pot calling the kettle boy. But, um, this. The what, Q? Yeah. Pot calling the kettle black. Pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the second thing is, he. He took a test and he and he knew it was clean, but they didn't want to give it to him. So they kept trying to make excuses as to why they didn't want to give it to him. That's why they offered him the Hall of Fame spot. Yeah, and you know what? Because go ahead. I was gonna say because they didn't give him the test. That's why they offered him the Hall of Fame. They was like, because he knew it was clean. Yeah, and he said that when they offered him the Hall of Fame spot, he felt insulted, and. He felt himself for a couple reasons. No, the first reason is he like I'm not done yet. You know, like you you, you offer him the Hall of Fame, and then he like, this man's like, can, I mean, is he slow or short? But he can still go out here and wrestle. Oh, no, he got one. He got one Hall of Famous. Would you say? I say he got one of his means. Yeah, and then he was like, if I go into the Hall of Fame, whether he's a two-time Hall of Famer or not, he said. The first time he should go into the Hall of Fame is as the Hardy Wars, him and Matt. Right. That That's how it should be. There are just, I mean, look, I get it. The, the Hall of Fame is a is an event that we know it's in the, the, the figment of Vince McMahon's imagination. Or it's a Vince McMahon type production, obviously. But we still get all up in arms because it's the it's the same Hall of Fame and you know and how it used to be and stuff like that. But he was right. If I'm going into the Hall of Fame, he said he doesn't care about it. But I mean, Jeff will go and Matt will go into the Hall of Fame eventually. They'll go in there, but it should be as the Hardys. You know, I mean, Jeff had a good he had a better singles career than Matt Hardy ever did. I mean, uh, other than the broken stuff. But he had a great singles career, especially when it came to the championships. And uh, especially in that 2007-2008 period where he, you know, he, he was on top. So if they if Jeff Hart was to get in the Hall of Fame by himself, I understand that. But the first time, it ain't like an Edge and Christian thing. Edge can go in there by himself and ESC can be later. But like the Douglies and the Hardys, like they have to be 
in part of that group. Like as like there's certain people that needs to go in there at certain things. The Rock does not need to go into the Hall of Fame as a member of the nation. He needs to go in there as the Rock, and then anything else follows after that. That's how I kind of felt about Triple H, but he went in as a member of DX, and I'm like, that's cool, but Triple H need to be in there as Triple H. Right. Yeah, because technically, when they announce him, they don't announce him as WWE Hall of Famer. He's just Triple H. Yeah. And because I'm like, he's not a quote-unquote singles Hall of Famer. So it's like, okay. And I'm just like, uh, hold on, y'all. I mean, like, despite what y'all want to say about Triple H or whatever the case may be, he's a Hall of Famer. And he should be in there, you know, by him. So there's no reason how X-Pac got two Hall of Famers over Triple H. Triple H might got three while you're playing. Say what? Triple H might end up with three. What, what's the third one from? Evolution. Evolution. Oh, you you right. He could mess around half. He could mess around half three. You damn right about so that. So Ric Flair had three. Woo. Oh lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 man is still stepping out of his house to you know be co- you know cocking all that stuff. But, but I don't even know if that was really Ric Flair or not. But it just looked funny. I don't know if that was him or not. Yeah, but, but damn sure close to it though. <laughs> Just like that one, that one picture of him on the train. I don't know. Ric Flair just doing stuff. I, uh, but I understand where Jeff Hardy's coming from. Like, you know, I I don't feel respected when that happens, and I don't blame him for that. I wouldn't feel res- I would not feel respected neither. So he decided. He said, That's right. I'm going to AEW. And like I said, he gets to have the the, the the last run with the Hardys. They keep calling it the last run. I mean, it's a, it's I mean, a matter it's of... not their fault. Say <laughs> what? They was going to call it the last run at WWE, but at AEW opened. They was like, oh, I guess we got to go take this over. <laughs> so now it's our last run. If there's another company that opens, then they're going to go there and have their last run. So I don't know. I mean, eventually, things like this, I do think the Hardys will just come because... There was a tie, and they was gonna come back, and then that that stuff happened at WrestleMania, uh, thirty three, and you know the the Nautilus roof came off that place. So, and they I was so shocked when the Hardys first came back. So, it's a possibility that they will be back again, just to be like, hey, this is what we. Oh, want to the WWE? I don't think so. <laughs> but would you have said it before two thousand seventeen? Two thousand seventeen. Well, now that there's another company, I mean. I mean, well, Matt, Matt made Impact relevant again by yes, himself. Yes, he did. Yes. But and I'm so, saying, like... And all the money, which I don't know where they begin it from, but all the money Matt was probably getting from Impact to do the broken stuff and the Brother Nero and, and everything with, with, with the, the Tati Apocalypto and all that stuff like that. And he left all that to come whoa, back. Whoa, to, whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, he, that was his own money, by the way. Mm. All of those deletions were his own money that he was using, not impact paying him. I stand corrected. Go ahead. But no, no, because I that's, I listened to the show and that's what they said in the show that uh-huh. they that, that that was all there and that was all. That's why they had it. That's why they had that feud with the anthem. They yeah. sued him because there was like we literally put all our money into this. And these are all our characters that we made. So I can say that this is yours. Well, anyway. Um, now, nah, the only reason I say that is because I feel like they just want to win the titles everywhere. Every every company so they can say that they're the only team that do it. 
Because so if companies be, keep before opening, them, it was the, the Dudley Boys that went everywhere and won the titles. Yeah, and they want to kind of up. They kind of want to upstage the Dudleys, obviously. So they want to do it in, in AEW. That's probably the only reason why. Like, if AEW didn't exist, and I wouldn't care if they was teaming or not, because they already won the title. Like they won right before Jeff got injured and Matt left. They won a title for like a day, and I think Jeff got injured like the next day. But uh, now that AEW is a thing, they win the AEW titles and then quit because. That's all. That's that's their only. That's their only goal is to win the titles everywhere they go. If they win here, then that's it. It's like mm. you, you, you won. <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to probably do. I mean, who, who the champions now? Jurassic Express. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't know if, if the Hardys went with from them, but uh, I did. Did they be able to try to pull that Hardys Young Bucks in one more time? Which I don't need. To be honest with you. Well, they're gonna do. They're gonna do a, a cinematic. Too sweet or delete? Maybe so. Why not? Because you know what? I miss cinematic matches. I do miss the cinematic matches. And I already knew once the crowd came back, WWE was not going to go back go back to the matches anyway. So, <laughs> but then we also have news about Cody. So everybody was all expecting Cody to come to Raw a couple weeks ago. You know, WWE did not say Cody was going to be there. And we now have some kind of uh, confirmation, I'm guessing, uh, about what's going on with Cody, saying that Cody will appear at WrestleMania weekend. Whether that be at WrestleMania or the Raw after WrestleMania, it, it the way it looks like it's going is probably going to be WrestleMania. And we'll be performing on the Raw brand. Do y'all believe it's going to be uh, um, Seth Rollins? Is you gonna go be Seth Rollins? I'm pretty sure Seth will be to come out and be like, I'm entering the open challenge to anybody. I just want to WrestleMania match and Cody comes out or something. I'm, yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, I can get it, but that, but, but that would be lame as shit though. Well, because okay. Edge just did it already. Well, Edge didn't do it at WrestleMania though. Oh, you mean? Open challenge at, at Mania. Yes. You know what? Okay, I don't mind open challenge at Mania, but I do. But here's the thing, though. Vince is all about we got to sell, sell, sell. He's all about that shit. And I'm like, mm. he he's kind of like Sony with their trails. Like he want to reveal everything. And I'm like, I, 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 I it, it'll be it'll be cool to, to build the mystery. And every time Vince builds mystery, we end up getting, you know, Braun Strowman and Kid wins tag team championships. Oh boy, Nicholas. <laughs> no like... events, they might put a graphic up like in the pre show, like, oh Seth Rollins gonna issue a challenge tonight. He's gonna issue a wonder who his tips it. They can build it up that way. That's possible. Cause like even though we all knew John Cena and uh, take Undertaker was happening, John Cena was sitting in the crowd for like the first hour. So I don't know. What was it? I, I do believe that the John Cena and Undertaker one could have been handled just a little bit different. To be honest with you. But, I mean, I get it. I mean, if he wants to do a little challenge with Cody, I mean, sure, fine, why not? Do you think he gets the Cody interest? The, the, not the Cody, not the whole thing, but do you think you he know, gets the uh, angels singing and the and the pyro and all? <laughs> I was wondering that because don't Cody own his own music? 
Cody owns his own music, but I'm saying, did he get the pyro and all the? Oh, the angels. He, he has not, to. The angels are not a part of his theme song. He has to get all that. And you know what's funny? Do you think he gets his music or the Snoop Dogg remix? <laughs> oh, if he want to, there's a Snoop Dogg remix. Kill you! Did the, oh my god! Yes. Oh. Yes, Cody got the 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 uh, it's a possibility that it, he could call with this with, with this with the Snoop Dogg song, but you know, once again, they'll, they'll probably be like, "Well, you know, Sasha already uses Snoop." So. I was about to say Sasha already using it, so get you on. You know, it's a, it's a possibility. So we're probably, probably going to go down. I don't know. I'm just ex- I'm excited to see. I mean, look, I, I would like to see Cody. You know, come back. I mean, he's going to be here. I I don't know. What the plans for him and Cody is, but I mean, like, people, don't be mad. Or if y'all, the WWE stands, don't be mad if Cody going to be, he ain't going to be starters again, but if he reduced to the mid card. You know, Yo, they make him start us again. I'll be honest with you. I think Cody's going to get a big push only because, uh, how can you, it's the only way to lure people from AEW. To WWE and think they'll be safe if they get Cody over there. Because if Cody goes over there and they treat Cody like crap, it's like why would anybody from AEW want to sign with WWE when their contract comes up? No matter how, no matter the money. That's another good point. True. So I'm like, it's all dependent on this run. If they treat Cody like absolute trash or like put him in the mid card or not or like not even in the upper mid card or the the lower main card, whatever you call it. And they just treat him like he is nothing. That's that's uh, people from AEW when they contract come up, gonna be looking at that like, yeah, I'm not trying to go there. <laughs> so, Man, maybe, yeah, so. sounds yeah. like uh, too many hands, too many hands in the pot, Cody. <laughs> sounds like you need to uh, control your narrative. Oh, oh God. God. come on, yeah. Did y'all see the rules? I sent y'all. Right, rules. I, I, I have reti- I have retired from everything CYN. Did y'all see the <laughs> rules and regulations? I, I, I read the rules to Primetime, and he was just like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm retired from everything CYN. Oh god, there's no way this company gonna last an hour. What is the project pit? I was about to ask y'all the same question. I can't do a super kick. Wait. Uh, all, all, all this stuff. I just know this. That, yeah. Hold up. Rule number six is my favorite. The fight isn't with your opponent. It's with, with yourself. yourself. Okay. Well, yeah. Braun wrote that one. Adam Sher wrote that one. Uh, let Austin Aries, EC3, and Braun Strowman work all this whole shit out. Karrion Cross, what you doing, man? Why'd you go there? That's right. Because right. um, yes, they're trying to control his narrative. Gee. Real quick, so let's go on to what happened on NXT and AEW real quick this past week. Uh, sir, uh, 
Well, first off, for NXT, we had Miz TV. I'm like, oh, did it? please just tell us that y'all have no ratings and we we need your help. Because that, that's, that's basically uh, what, what they're saying. But we do have the debut of A-Kid on NXT 2.0. Oh, he, he's been on UK, right? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, he's definitely on it now. Uh, most of the things that happened, uh, we had, what was it? Um, a tribute to Sky Hall, obviously, in, in memory. I was glad they, I was glad they did that at the beginning. And then we had the whole Miz T, the Miz TV thing, and then uh, I didn't get a chance to see most of it. I know Zingler said he's a fighting champion, and then of course uh, Brock Bear comes out. They're going to do a, a match between them two at Stand uh, and Deliver. Well, 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 no, 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 that's not what happened at all. Actually, tell me, please tell me. LA Knight is over. I did not know this. Who? LA Knight. Well, yeah, he's a talker. Of course, he's over. No, he's. He is. He like, has a rocket on his back. He is like rock, but like NXT rock. <laughs> I swear. Okay. I'm not, I'm not joking. He okay. was like, he because he said whatever he says at the end of his name, they say it. So he was like, you know what? The new NXT champion is going to be L.A. Knight. Yeah, and something like that. They say I don't know. It was going crazy for his catchphrase. And then uh, they they banned uh, Breaker from the arena. Okay, well, now, they do uh, set up a match between LA Knight and Ziggler tonight for the championship, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have a match. And uh, Ziggler wins, uh, Rude interferes. Oops, that's the, that's the end, but whatever. And then Breaker comes out, tears the door open of the of the, of the PC, and then challenges Ziggler for the, for the belt. And stand in the liver. Yep. Because he got, he got, he's breaking, you got to keep tearing shit. They did also the North American <laughs> Championship ladder match, Cameron Grant, uh, I mean, well, qualifier, excuse me. Cameron Grimes taking on Santos Escobar. My man Santos takes on a uh, uh, wins here. I know. Hey, so I didn't, so is it a, tor- I didn't know if it was a tournament or if it was a, um, is it, is it going to be a one on one ladder match? No, because it's going like, to be multiple guys. Okay, because he was like, A-Kid got to beat somebody, and if he beat that person, then he'll be in the match. So I was like, okay. Yeah, no, it's going to be, because Carmel has said, I want to defend the title the same way it was first won inside of a ladder match. Remember, that was one of the best he, ones. He didn't say multi-man over. ladder match, though. Say what? He didn't say multi-man, he just said a ladder match. He said, it, 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 it was decided with six people in one ladder match. I figured he would do, wouldn't do the same thing. I mean, I was thinking they, since... The news that they was gonna try to honor Scott Hall with it, but I don't yeah, know. what is up with this Scott? Okay, because Lady Sketch tell me something about this Scott Hall appreciation or Intercontinental appreciation. Something that's happened with Scott Hall. No, that's what they, no, that's what people were like were pitching. It should oh. be like a eight uh, uh, Scott Hall ladder match invitational for the for the Intercontinental Championship, which could happen because Ricochet doesn't have an opponent, so they could do that. That would be dope. I mean, y'all gotta find a couple days to do this shit though, but a Skyhawk invitation, you could just have like a four or five way ladder match, to be honest with you. Yeah, you can do that for an intercontinental championship. I mean, who don't got nothing to do? Seth could be in that match if they want like they wanted to, but they they not, but you know. Yeah. But I mean now the that would give me a little bit more hyper hyper WrestleMania because you put Ricochet Ricochet a ladder match, you just already know. It's like, okay. 
he gonna go out there and, he gonna go out there and do his thing. So, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Central Escobar won that one. A kid t- took on uh, Kushida. A kid wins with a springboard DDT. So, uh, Saray taking on Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton wins there with a va- with a spinning Vader bomb. Once again, what the fuck is up with with Saray? Like she was good. She lost like a match. Thought she failed her people. Went back and came back and has not won. So I, I'm like, what was? I'm missing the point of the storyline here. Uh, that's Vince for you. Or I mean, she go. Saray was fine. She was drop kicking, you know, Jones in the mouth and laying them out. She lost like a match. It was like I have failed. It's kind of like 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 the Zia Lee shit. And then she goes off. She goes to Japan, comes back like anime rival school girl. And then I have not seen her win a match, and she's wrestling in this schoolgirl gear. I'm like, what? What are we doing here? Yeah, I told you this. I think this just ain't Joshi. That's all that is. Oh, is that her name or just something else I'm missing? Oh, that's uh, J- Japanese women's wrestling. So. Oh, okay. oh, oh, yeah. He, he has to. He has to. I was like, I don't understand this one. Um, Chopper comes, pays uh, tribute to, to Razor Moan in the ring with the, you know, uh, a sits on top rope. I did not get a chance to see this whole segment. I was, oh, he was, I, I was going to tell you, he was talking like he was going to retire, pretty much. That's it. Oh, I'll be, well, he smells that main roster coming closer. That's what he's, he's like. Uh, NXT went from red and black to whatever this is, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I, I think I'm done. I think my time is calling. I think I'm done. Yo, if he and then it was that, like, please don't go him. and all that kind of stuff. And Tony Baloney came out, and he was like, you know what, you're one of the people I looked up to. And then obviously he faked them out, low blow, and it's gonna be Tony Baloney and Chopper at the face of you. I'm gonna say, I so chop. You said what? I'm saying Tony Baloney and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to assume Tony Baloney wins because it's probably going to be Ciampa's last NXT match and he probably goes to the main roster. So. Oh, God. He really going to do that? Well, he said for the last seven years, I called NXT my home and I'm not doing that no more. So it's either he leaving the company or he going to oh, the yeah. main roster. Damn, man. Or or he goes to NXT UK or something. I don't know. Y'all better hold on to y'all 2 k 22 because you already know Champa got the beer requirement for CYN. Oh my god! <laughs> no, we not doing that. Indy Hartwell taking on a uh, Persia Prada, her partner. But mm-hmm. I was like, I don't understand what what happened here. Because uh, Indy wouldn't let her kiss her boyfriend. Oh, is that what is that what is this this what Indy started making out with Dexter Lumen? Yeah. Okay. Like, oh god. Raul Mendoza, well, with Legal Del Fantasio takes on Dominic Mysterio, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, I say, yeah, yeah, we just need main roster people. Anytime you got to bring main roster people down to NXT, y'all just know y'all hurting for ratings here. Y'all, honestly, I think Dominic should stay on NXT. He, he really should. I mean, like you know, after this thing with this bullshit with Logan Paul's done, I just think NXT is a better fit for his like. Because he's still learning, and he's like he can be big in NXT if they treat him like Rey Mysterio Jr. Like yeah. I don't, you know what I'm trying to say? Rey, yes, yeah. I, I said I, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you. He needs to be. He should have been in NXT, NXT the first place. But Rey, the only reason why he on the main roster is Rey, and that's it. 
And uh, it, that is completely it. Other than that, Because nah. I think a lot of these guys are more his, like, kind of style that he learned to wrestle with. Uh-huh. Like, when you're on the main roster, you got to kind of fight, like, different people. Like, he fought Roman, like, he, he fought Raul Mendoza, and he was kind of fighting Santos and them, and that's kind of his style, because they all are, like, the luchador type of style. So it's like, when they match his style, I think he'll do better like that, rather than trying to... <laughs> fight Braun Strowman one day and then the next day trying to fight like Randy Orton and, and uh, Riddle and then the next day trying to fight Street Profits. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it can be hard for somebody that's just learning. Mm. Uh, I mean, all that makes sense. Let's, uh, what was that? Uh, yeah, so the, the Dominic gets the win here. Uh, we, we have a whole section of Creed Brothers and MSK and Malcolm Bill was trying to figure out who attacked the Creed brothers. Uh, you know, not much stuff going on. We had the NXT Championship matchup between Ziggler and LA Knight. Uh, I mean, it was a pretty good matchup, but Ziggler does win by distract by Rude get does get involved, but then uh, Ziggler hits a super kick on LA Knight and wins the matchup. So that was uh, NXT 2.0, but going over. To AEW Dynamite, which is the St. Patrick's Day Slam, one year exactly one year later since the non-sanctioned match between Dr. Brent Baker (DMD) and Thunder Rosa, and it didn't count. And I was saying that it wasn't the right time for you know the championship to be taken off of her yet at uh what was that pay-per-view we had Revolution, mm-hmm. but right now doing it one year later, yeah. It was the right call for that. I think they should have took it off of her at the pay-per-view and just had her celebrate here because it wasn't the right time two weeks ago, but now it's the right time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it was the right time. It, it don't, because, no, look, bro, she in San Antonio. The crowd was hot for her. It was in a steel cage match, and they call, they did a call back to all their spots. Not no regular singles match. You do you, you gotta have it's a, it's still like like the one year it's the last St. Patrick's Day slam they had and you you got the, the blood you got your thumbtacks and everything and everything that uh Britt Baker threw at her that she won with last time or what Dunder Rosa you know comes out and wins with it this time I uh and this match was better <laughs> than their one at Revolution obviously because Dunder Rosa was feeling a lot a lot more better. They had a trios match with Adam Page and Jurassic Express. That's who Adam Page picked to be his partners against Adam Cole and his best friends, Red Dragon. So, uh, that was a g- good opener because obviously, you know, we have Red Dragon and you have Jurassic Express you have, and, and Adam Cole in there too. Obviously, Adam Cole is going to come back for uh, his, his another shot at the championship. Don't know what it's going to be though, but. They hit the high low on Jungle Boy. Hey, hopefully for me, it'll be next week, right before <laughs> WrestleMania. Hopefully for me, it will be. I I I, I don't know all about that. I do believe that'll definitely be. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, no, I don't know if they're going to hold out to, to double or nothing. What's, what's the next TNT show? Like the actual. You know, I, I have, have no idea. They're supposed to have four, four year also. I was like, I don't know when the next. That last one they had was so bad. I was like, I don't know what they wanted. Yeah, because people was out for COVID. So it was like, hey, we can't even really do what we wanted. Uh-huh. 
Uh, Chris Statlander's wiping off her alien makeup. Maybe she's being regular. John Moxley. I think she turned heel. Oh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson take on Chuck Taylor and Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Moxley and uh, Brian Danielson win this one with the Bulldog Choke. But William Yuta, as, they, as him and the best friends are on a walking back up, he comes back as like, nah. He comes back into the ring and it looks like he wants to be a part of this whole new Regal stable. Regal steps the fuck out of him. And then uh, you mouthed off to prove yourself. So uh, I'm curious to see if they're going to make a stable. Uh, I I like it mostly just keeping it with with Moxley and Danielson, to be honest with you. We need to have people. Yeah. Uh, FTR fired Tully. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because he he was a laser focus. Then we we get... uh, Jericho. All I'm saying is, if they bring in who they've been teasing, I don't know. I think that would be good, but we'll just have to see. You talking about Bret Hart? Yeah. Bret Hart, you're going to say that full time. You, look, Bret Hart <laughs> be the cool manager, yes, but Bret Hart ain't going to be there full time. Not not like not like Tully was. Bret Hart be there for like a match and be like, all right, when y'all win the championships, all right, cool. And then I'll well, see I mean, hey, I'm just saying, if they pay him, he might. <laughs> There's enough zeros on for him to do it. He might. Uh-huh. I mean, he might. Jericho Appreciate Society is out. And uh, he was out there to explain why he calls himself the Jericho Appreciation Society. And, you know, taking some shots at WWE because he said 2.0 was a, a team that was created by uh, a name by Bad Creative, even though they were 3.0 in the Indies and it was 2.0 in NXT. Oh, no, 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 they were to, they was Ever-Rise. That's right. That's what they were. Oh, Ever-Rise was bad. They were Ever-Rise, and then now they go to 2.0 in NXT. Uh, Jericho had, you know, I, I see a lot of jokes about this because Jericho was, was, was telling the story uh, about when he, he helped out Dan, Dan, Daniel Garcia, and he was like, on January 6th, I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then... He said, he made sure he said 2019. And everybody was just like, oh, we thought you was talking about last year. It was like, uh, where was you at, Jericho? But anyway, uh, talk about when Dale Garcia got this accident and that, you know, uh, he, he donated and money and, and help him because, you know, he had broken bones and stuff like that. And Jericho says that he is not a wrestler. He is a sports entertainer. If they ain't going to get you heat in AEW, well, what will? And then Garcia picks up the mic and looks a little upset. And then he says, well, if you're a sports entertainer, then I'm a sports entertainer too. And it is now the era of sport, uh, the Jericho Preacher Society, and that's entertainment. It's the, the era of the sports entertainer. How did you feel about it? Par? What's up? I actually, how'd you feel about it? Uh, I did not see it or watch it, and <laughs> I, I I don't know anything about it. Oh, okay, he even see see the jokes on social media. Gotcha. No, I didn't. I, I seen something about uh, Jericho said something about a date, and, and they said Tony Khan was getting worried. <laughs> 
And that was all I seen. J- and I'm J- pretty sure. J- I, I, and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you just said it, but I took my headphones out so like I, I surprised yeah. myself whenever I watch it. But I don't feel like watching it right now. Yeah, no, no I feel no. So he, 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 he 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 said January six, and I was just like, ah. Uh, I'm kind of slow. What, what day is January six? That's the insurrection at the Capitol. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Storm <laughs> the Capitol. Yeah, well, you know, all them Trump people went there and stormed the Capitol. Well, yeah, I know that, but I, all right, cool. I didn't know it was like, I don't, for some reason, I thought it was the 8th, for some reason. But, right. No, January 6th, he was like, 2019! I was like, <laughs> I was like, where's this going? Where's this going? Oh, uh, you mean tell me, you know, 1961? Oh, okay. No, you heard this before. Hey, Jericho, that's Cody. Uh, we have a TNT Championship match. Scorpio Sky taking on Warlord. So, I I knew coming to this match, I was like, okay, how are they going to screw Warlord out of this? Well, we found out after he tries to go for the powerbomb sympathy uh, on Scorpio Sky, giving the fourth uh, powerbomb, we had... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Dan Lambert gets up on the apron... And then try to get up in Warlow's face. And then uh, on the outside, uh, Sean Spears uh, comes out of the ramp. But then MJF comes out of nowhere and hits push Warlow into the, into the ring post. And then hits with the dynamite diamond ring, I believe it is. And then pins on one, two, three. And then they beat down Warlow after the, after the match. And for some reason, MJF pays off Lambert. And I was just like, oh. Okay, I didn't understand why that was a thing. The Hardys versus Private Party. Jeff Hardy's over like gangbusters in San Antonio, and it's everywhere. Every I'm I'm happy that Private Party is off uh, away from Matt Hardy, but they not going to. Honestly, would it be cool? I know, like behind the scenes, Matt Hardy is very high on Private Party. It would be cool that if the Hardys win the championships. And then they put Private Party over. That would be nice, but Private Party need to get out of the... They need to be Private Party, not like with any any stable. Exactly. They, they, they got to get away from Andrade, Butcher and the Blade. I, I, I think, look, because the Hardys are faced right now, obviously, so they, they, they're not going to lose. But when, when the Hardys go and they go on their toy and get, get the wins of their belt and they go for the, the tag team championships, that should give Private Party a chance to be like, all right, we not gonna be heels. Like let's just be private party, like we like we once was. To get the fans back on your side, and then they start winning matches. Like put them on rampage, and obviously and stuff like that. And then I would say at double or nothing, or at all out, the Hardy Boys versus Private Party, and then they get Private Party their win back. And they and then Private Party won. You help build a, a bigger team because Private Party can finally win the championships. And then Hardys, you know, it's the Hardys. So, I, me personally, I, I'll do it that way only because I know how Matt Hardy is high on private party. Like, behind the scenes. So, but Jeff Hardy does a swan time bomb on, uh, I think it's, I think it's on, on Matt Quinn, who takes, like, the brunt of that. And, and they win the matchup. Steel Cage match for the Women's Championship. Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Taking on Thunder Rosa. Good matchup here. And with their cage slash hell in the cell set up in AW. Like, I was like, can anybody have a regular steel cage? 
I think they get a new cage every cage match. Because I'm like, did, did Cody and who was it? War, I forgot who Cody went against in that Warlow. Huh? Warlow. Warlow, yeah. Did Cody Warlow had that same kind of cage? I no, no, no. Theirs was, no, theirs was different. Okay, I'm about to say, I don't remember this cage you can go on the side of the ring like Hell in a Cell. And no, that's what I said. They changed it every match because the one with the Bucks was different from the one that they had with Cody and Warlow. Exactly, and this I was, was thinking that, yeah. This one is wider so that they can walk on the outside, obviously, to get tables or whatever the case is for their match, but I guess it's just whatever spots they want to do is what kind of cage they get. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, there was a lot of spots that went on, and uh, Aerie crashes into chairs and, you know, superplexes, and then, of course, uh, we get we get the uh, thumbtacks, which I I believe that the thumbtack spots that they had in their match last year was better than the ones in this one, but uh, Rose hits a powerbomb onto the, the, the thumbtacks, and then hits the fire thunder driver on the thumbtacks, and then pins Britt Baker and wins the the uh, AW World's champion. Thunder Rose is a champion. I think it, I think it was cool. I think her next opponent will probably be Serena D after she's done with her Hikaru Shida. Did I say it right? Uh, pretty well, much. Hikaru okay, Shida. Hikaru Shida, I got you. Alright, but and, and that was pretty much, you know, the mid the midweek wrestling, so we got that out the way. And um yeah, so real quick before we get out of here, uh, me and Prime did a whole tribute to Scott Hall, who passed away uh, last week, right after we finished the podcast last week. And I put up a little post about it of you know when I met him and I kind of Prime told me a cool story about when he actually met Scott Hall and stuff. So you know he impacted a lot of people. So. What I'm going to do for you guys now is I'm going to just play that entire thing. If you guys heard on YouTube already, y'all can skip ahead an hour, 15 minutes. But I want to play that whole thing because that, that was that, that would have been part of this podcast. And then when I come back, if QFlo has anything that he wants to say about Scott Hall, because you know, we lost a big legend because he wasn't on that part, part of the show with us. That's what he can and we will close out the show. So this is uh, me and Prime's uh, tr- tr- uh, tribute section to Scott Hall. Unfortunately, we had to come here with the awful tragic news about uh, Scott Hall. First off, let me introduce my co-host, not Deion Sanders of Primetime. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. That's the, that's the more proper way to open it. We did... Our nerd, uh, our no gimmick scene wrestling podcast on Sunday, like we always do. And at Sunday, when we was doing it, they said that you know Scott Hall's on life support. So you know, we we we, we try to remain positive and, talk, and, and think about the best. And as soon as we was done that podcast that night, or early that morning, early Monday morning, Kevin Nash put out a very very powerful and hurtful was on IG or was it a tweet? I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, I think it was on Instagram. Instagram. And uh, you talk about some grandmama cooking onions. Bro, I had to go downstairs so no one would see me. You hear me? So, <laughs> I want to go outside. 
in the, the rain. rain. <laughs> well, luckily for me, it's been raining like the past three, four days. Yeah. So it may yeah. sound crazy, but I want to go outside. Yeah, I was. Uh, I read that, and I was just like, I was sitting there like. God, think please. I'm going to cry. Yeah, like, I was like, place your hands. You know what I'm saying? Place your hands on him <clears throat> and save the soul. And I, uh, because I don't want you to see me cry. <laughs> That's the song. I'm going to walk out that door. I'm all right. All right. I'm done. <laughs> and, uh, so usually then on Monday, or Tuesday. I want to go outside. All right. Now, see, now you got it in my head. I can't even get it out. You the All one right. who sung it. You the right. one who started off. All right. I'm, uh, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to just I'm gonna stop. And usually on the next day, I put the podcast up and I put up the little snippets. And I was just like, then I put up a post of me and Scott Hall at an Icons of Wrestling here in Philly. You know, I don't know if you got a chance to go see that post prime. I think I did. Yeah, and uh, I put it up, and they got great responses. And I, I see a lot of people put put up stuff like that. I was just like, but it did feel right because he's still breathing, even though I know Kevin actually they're gonna take him off life support. And I'm just like, you just never know. You know what I'm saying? You just you really never. He lasted for a good little while. He lasted like five or six hours. Yeah, and so you just never knew. And then. I got in my own head because I was fine, and then Sean Walman said, "I appreciate all, but y'all gotta understand, like he's still breathing." I was just like, "You right? I, I can't do this no more." So, what happened was I want I tried to put it on private, but I actually deleted it. And then as soon as I deleted it, WWE comes out with a post saying, "Rest in peace, Scott Hall." And I was just like, oh. "So I had to, you know." copy and paste of everything I, everything I put up there somebody put in the comments said hey I would like if you could really tell the story about this picture and stuff like that because I didn't get into detail on the podcast I said sure but I said I'm not going to put up a, 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 a seven minute snippet of us talking about what Scott was on life support I said I'm going to dedicate a whole segment to Scott Hall about what he meant to us in his career because Scott Hall is one of my favorites. He's not in my top seven, but like my top ten from ten through eight always changes. But seven through one always stay the same. Always stay the same. But I know I was a huge fan of I was a huge fan of the outsiders. I was a little bit more of a bigger fan of Kevin Nash's than I was of Scott Hall's, uh, especially back in the day because I grew up on, on WCW and I. I had the old school uh, NWO Wolfpack shirt that had Scott Hall uh-huh. and Kevin Dash shirt on, uh, on there. They had the uh-huh. NWO Wolfpack. I bought that for Farmer Mills, dude. I had I had that. I used to buy a lot of wrestling shirts uh, with uh, with them back in the day. I had the actual uh, Kevin Nash and, and Goldberg uh, thumb wrestling buddy uh, game that they had. I don't know if you remember that or not. Not that one. Not the thumb wrestling. No, no. <laughs> you know, they it was like it, it was like uh, a thumb wrestling game that that had uh, voiceovers, and I and then you would push the camera. Everybody, this you're going down, Goldberg. You can't beat the big sexy, 
you know what I'm saying? And Gomer would be like, you're next, Nash. The jackhammer's going to get you. Like, I, I used to love them toys, bro. And you would sit there and you would put your thumb in and you would do like a thumb wrestle thing. And, and they had a ring that you could, you know, place your thumb down and everybody, one, two, three, like you, like the real thumb wrestle. I thought that was mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah. So, in other words, I was a big fan of the outsiders. And, uh, when I got the news, man, like, you know, certain wrestling devs hit me different because of how I grew up with these people and watching them, being a fan of them. And this one, it just hit different, man. It just, it, it really hit different. How, how did it feel for you? Like, did, did it hit different? I ain't trying to make the pun on 2K22, but... but, but, but did nah, it I wasn't going to I think... Huh, let me let, let me go back in my memory. But I want to say this is probably the one that probably like I would say out of wrestling devs affected me the most out of out of any wrestling dev. Because some people like I obviously watched or I knew I was like okay, well, I think Scott Hall was different because like he like he was a generation, at least for me, you know, like, you know, because I quote at least probably not to you, but like when my cousin that watches wrestling, yeah, we quote like Scott Hall quotes all the time. <laughs> For no reason. Well, yeah. Well, so, but I would do the same thing. I would do like in weddings or events where I would come in. I would always do the side scroll walk. Yep. Everybody do the walk. Everybody do the. Everybody walk. do the, the point because that's the point is Scott Hall too. People yeah. don't really you know give them the credit for the little. The, the, I guess since DX took it, people think it's DX's. No, that's just the Scott. Well, yeah. That's the point. <laughs> Obviously, with the two pick with the hey yo. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then the uh, when he get into the ring and he, he had the pyro, he like yeah. I don't know what you call that. Well, yeah. So that that time is like I like that time too. But <laughs> I've always said I said this in my post uh, that when I talk about Scott Hall, I always like when using basketball because I'm a basketball basketball guy. When it comes to like AI, T Mac, Charles Barkley, uh, you know, Carl Malone. All those guys that were great that never won a championship. And he is one of the best that have ever stepped foot in the wrestling business that never won a championship. Because when, when I think of people, the, the best, there's a lot of people that haven't won champ, uh, the world championship. When I think of the best that haven't won a championship, like he comes to mind, Mr. Perfect comes to mind, Roddy Piper comes to mind for me. Of the absolute best that never won a champ, never won the championship. He's been multiple time Intercontinental champion. He's been multiple time TV champion, United States champion, tag team champion. He's been a champion, but he's never won, you know, the championship. Kind of like all those basketball players I named, they got plenty of awards from MVPs and all all stars and all that kind of stuff like that, but they never won a championship. And that is to me what, what Scott Hall is and it was something about him that I it, that I just gravitated towards because he was cool he was like the first I won't say uh, Ray, Scott Hall Razor Ramon was probably the first cool wrestler I would have to say I, I think that whole Razor Ramon especially because you know look let, let, let's just call Spade a Spade Urban used to love Scarface yeah they, they love Tony Montana okay I particularly ended up being fan to him. I'm not even going to get on the reason why I don't like Scarface. But that was a, a hot popular character. And him having that kind of take on it. Because Scott Hall 
was in the business way before Razor Ramon in the eighties, and he he tried to do. Oh, he had that mustache. He he had that mustache. He was trying to work with DDP. It was the Diamond Club? I think it was. He was trying to do, and it wasn't work. It, it wasn't working out. And he had a tryout at WWE, and then they, they they tried to sign him at WCW the first time. They know what to do with him. Then he comes back, and then he does the whole Razor Ramon thing. And then he's the bad guy. He's in cool. He started doing the vignettes. Then he, he had that. They, they hoisted him up in that championship match with Bret Hart in 1993 Royal Rumble. And I was just like, this guy, I, I could get behind. But it's also, when you watch like wrestling, so there's something that, that, that it's just something that back in the day, certain characters that they used to do, it's just, it's just related to certain people. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Urban Hughes loved them some Scarface. So when they see somebody acting like Tony Montana or, or having that kind of Cuban kind of cool thing about them, they naturally going to gravitate towards him. Yeah, but even with that, even if he wasn't doing the Scarface thing, he was just, he just knew how to make something cool. That's what I liked about him. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, he did do the, the, the you know, the, the Scarface. But even when he wasn't doing that, he was still cool i think he should have been called like cool he should have had cool somewhere in his nickname well you know it's funny because uh kevin nash had the big daddy cool moniker Mm -hmm. with diesel yeah you know that that probably would have been better for sky hall honestly but you know you're not going there but like I, 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 i do agree uh my early well first of all I don't know if I want to get to my earliest memory. If I want to get into the, I, I'll say the iconic wrestling thing for towards the end. But my my earliest thing about Razor Ramon is because I was, like I said, I was raised on WCW. I started watching WCW, and y'all already know about the whole Vader British Bulldog thing, and that's what my grandfather raised me on because he was a huge Ric Flair guy. So WCW Saturday Nights was was what my house was. I would every now and then try to see what WWF was doing, but at that time, it was Max Moon. Okay, it was, you know, the Goon. It was, you know, uh, the Mountie. The the Mountie. It was all these. I was like, I'm not into this. And don't get me wrong, we're not saying WCW had those gimmicks like you know Oz, or <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or Vinny Vegas with Kevin Ash over there at first, or how they would try to, you know, do their own kind of crazy ass gimmicks. But for some reason, like I said, hey, you just named two Kevin Nash gimmicks. I did, which was terrible. <laughs> they, they, they both was just terrible. But uh, well, I was, but the the things that was cool that I did WCW was obviously like Sting. You know, I, said, I, I love, I, I loved, you know, it, it was the, I love Sting. I love Vader. You know, I like Ron Simmons. I like uh, Paul Orndorff. You know, I like Two Cold Scorpio. Those, those were the guys that I liked that WCW had in those early days. And uh, that, that, you know, gravitate towards me. Of course, I like Ric Flair. I like Starcade. You know, I like. All the things I I, I like the, I actually like Battle Bowl for you know that shit sucked too but I like Battle Bowl and stuff like that so I wasn't watching too much of Razor stuff I didn't watch Razor stuff until I had to go backwards of when they first came to WCW at first <clears throat> but when I but man when I tell you I went back to watch the Razor stuff I was like I was 
I gravitated towards Razor. I like Diesel. I like Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels is one of, one of my favorites also. And I, I was like, I feel this kind of new generation era because I, I was bad. I kind of didn't watch it kind of live at the time. But uh, I remember I was like, oh, this guy's cool. He's big. He got he could throw good punches. The rock ball, his punches, you know, because mm-hmm. it was like it was like Razor's punches formed into the rock punches, which formed the Kurt Angle punches. I was like, they know I know some good punches, okay? Because mm-hmm. yeah. the shit, the shit Shane be doing right now, no, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely not. And it, it, it always amazed. I was like, yo, wait a minute, is he wrestling with the toothpick in his mouth? Because that's what it looked like on certain matches. Sometimes he would if it's a squash match. Yeah, I like that's what like, I was like, yo, man, I'd be worried if you gonna choke on the toothpick or not. So uh but he was uh really good at what he did, and of course he had the infamous ladder match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 10, which he does not get enough credit for. Mm-hmm. Because you you know Ric Flair always tells a story. Shawn Michaels went in the WrestleMania 10 and had a, had a wrestling match with a lad. I'm like, we not going to disrespect Scott like that. We not going to disrespect him. And first of all, people don't really understand that at 94, there were no ladder matches at that time. Yeah, it was the first one. Yeah, well, first, cause, well you know, the second. Cause say, don't yeah. let Brett hear you say that. Because <laughs> you yeah. know Brett. Brett was already mad that his concept was stolen. Because remember him and Shawn Michaels in a, 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 a untelevised one. Yeah, but it's not if it's not televised, then is it the first? Is it? See, I know you know. I'm just saying, technically, I mean, they didn't have no footage or nothing about this. I'm saying, like, well, I'm saying, well, I mean, they they, they had the footage of the first ladder match between Brett and Shawn in WWE because the ladder match was like a, a Memphis thing. That they mm-hmm. did. just like just like they got uh, the Rockers winning the tag team championships, but it didn't happen. <laughs> Uh, all all the matches that we're talking about, you guys can find on the on the on the, the ladder match DVD. Like I said, if y'all still have collected collect the old DVDs, because I can't find that except for Peacock. But if you got the ladder match DVD volume one of ladder match, which I think was one one of their, their better DVDs that they did, yeah, you guys can check those matches out. But the thing was, see nowadays. You see so many high spots. You see so many shattered ladders. You see the, the ladder bridge and stuff like that. And it'd be like 30 fucking ladders in a match. Back, It was just one ladder. Yeah, because they didn't know that there was going to need many back then. So, like, I guess, even though in that match, even though it was a great match, I, that's probably why they didn't do ladder swatches because they was like, yeah, we can't break this ladder. Like, if we break this ladder, then we just screwed. So. Yeah, or they might have called, called get another one from the back or something like that. But yeah, because I, I, I did you ever hear that story of like you know they would have broke that ladder, they did they would not have known how to get the championship down. Yes, yeah. <laughs> like all right. <laughs> but the thing is, that was a real fucking ladder. Yeah, like it wasn't like I see nowadays. It's like after they did some high spots, they're like oh wait, but that looked kind of good. Let's gimmick the ladder now so they can break. Mm-hmm. Back then, that was a real like. After this match, I can go take it to paint my house ladder. Okay, yeah. and they were sitting there doing different kinds of offense that we had never seen before, such especially throwing the ladder or doing a back body drop on the ladder or doing like, all these kind of things. I was like, it was just extremely brutal at that time. 
Yep, that was a Home Depot. Literally went to Home Depot and bought that ladder. They ain't gimmick it up yet. So it, anyway. Exactly, it, it, it joint was fresh off the price tag type thing. Mm-hmm. And that ladder would that ladder would do some shit. And like I said, the, the way him and Scott Hall, because like I said, if you take that match and Owen versus Brett off the WrestleMania ten card, you have nothing. I'm sorry, you have nothing on WrestleMania ten. There's, there's nothing. It's, it's a two match show. Because honestly, WrestleMania 10 could have ended after that ladder match. It could have. Then also, they ran it back and did the same thing again at SummerSlam. Even introducing mm-hmm. even more kind of high spots in that in that match. Yeah, because they, they, they were smart enough, so they got more than one ladder. Exactly. Because he was like, whoa, because we, we really could, uh, that ladder could be, you know, broken this time. But yeah, but they were still two real ladders. But they did, but they did get more lap, you know, another lap so they could do different more kind of spots, stuff like that. I still enjoy the WrestleMania 10 one more. The rest of the, the SummerSlam one is good. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's not good. Well, uh, I, I recommend, I, I personally like the WrestleMania 10 one better. But yeah, he doesn't get, you know, credit for that or, even help put Sean Waltman over the one, two, three kid. Well, the kid or the lightning kid or whatever kid it was at that time and ha- ha- put him over on Raw. He, he, those kind of credits, like he has scooped out a huge part of, you know, wrestling history for him. Now, of course, 96 comes around. You know, he wants to, you know, hit him and Nash always said, it, you know, they never wanted to leave WWF, but. They couldn't turn on that money. And I don't blame oh, yeah. him. And of course he was in that, that feud with Goldust and obviously of how what Scott Hall's beliefs are, he was not down for that Goldust robbery at all. At the time at least. At the time, yeah. Yeah, he he he, he wasn't with it. And I was just like at first because you know, Goldust was was crazy in ninety six. So and especially when he like first came, that's what like his like his first jumping off rivalry. Back 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 when Goldus was like truly creepy, okay? Because you know, after a while, I was like Goldus is a fucking joke. But this is back when he had that all gold makeup and it was just black covering the lips and the eyes. It was like gold face. I was like, what the fuck is this? I ain't never seen nothing like that. But that was Goldus in ninety six was was a. You know, kind of, kind of scared kids a little bit because you know he was some, he was something different. Uh, and then, of course, obviously when they found that they was leaving, it they, they had the infamous curtain call with him, Sean, Triple H, and Kevin Nash as they was leaving. And then we get the whole infamous thing that that changed the literally changed the wrestling business. Not just a show, not just this other person's show, not just the ratings for one night. Changed the wrestling business when he came out there in that denim outfit on Nitro through the crowd. Mm-hmm. And remember, you I was know just, who I am, but you don't know why I'm here. here. <laughs> Where is the Nacho Man? You know, say where is. Uh, you know, say, uh, you know, ho, ho, he, he was calling all, all these guys out, and everybody, everybody was sitting thinking, like, you know, not a, there was a lot of people are not going to understand this. The internet wasn't a thing back then. 
also, did you know he was the first one to use his real name? In uh, you talking about in, one of the first ones to use his real name? Oh, in the company? Yes. Like I think in wrestling, it's probably like the hearts, and then it's like him <laughs> at that time. Yeah, Rick, Rick Flair too, right? Well, Rick Flair's name is technically not Rick Flair, oh, yeah. but okay, I, I but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like legal, like legal name. Uh huh. Like he was obviously the hearts, and then it was like the hearts and him. Uh huh. Because oh, uh. Okay. At the time, you got he had to have a gimmick name. Obviously, he did have Razor Ramon, but then after that, it was kind of like, like now nah, I just go by my real name. It's cool. So, uh-huh. so him and Kevin Nash went by their real names, and then a lot of other people started to do it. But he was the first, one of the first ones, which I I kind of liked. Yes, I, I like like I said, it, it, it seemed more real. This is back when WWE was going into the direction of being more reality based, and with the way it happened, the way they, they they played it. They didn't just give you all this is back when it was on fire. They didn't give you everything that one because after he came in there and left, that was it for that show. Everybody, what the hell was that? Like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, was that Razor Ramon? Is mm-hmm. he, and then he here? like and antagonizing Tony Schiavone for like two weeks? Exactly. Weeks. And then he says, you know, I didn't come here alone because and then that's when we brought in at the time Diesel who we thought was Diesel, it was Kevin Nash coming in, and it was like, wait a minute, what what the fuck is going on, going on here? And, of course, like I said, when you live in the age of the internet, like, everybody knows that Cody Rhodes left AEW, is coming to WWE, everybody knows that, okay, Keith Lee left, and he's now, after his nine days up, he's going over to AEW. Back then, nobody knew any of this. There was no cell phone. I bet if we look at an old report, Dave Meltzer probably reported it or something. Oh, I mean, of course, you know, you, you, you had you had some of the dirt sheets that everybody didn't look at the dirt sheets. And people st- at the end, at the time. <laughs> Wait, real quick. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. Have you seen that Hulk Hogan promo that he cut on Dave Meltzer? No, I just about to say this. I see the Hulk Hogan promo that he cut about Scott Hall in his bar. No, I didn't see that. But he was like, uh, you see this, brother? This is what we call a rag sheet. This says Macho Man is hurt. He's not hurt. He was definitely hurt. He's not hurt. Rag this, brother. And he threw the he threw the uh the thing in the in the, like a big dumpster fire. I was like, okay, all right, Hogan. Wow, that was just hilarious. So yeah. Oh wow. So, uh, he did uh. They come in and you're really thinking like, yo, they are, are we really having a takeover here? Like, do they really work still? Like, did W send their guys over and come and, and you know, are they taking over? And then, of course, when they when they did that, W tried to do the whole fake diesel and fake mm-hmm. razor. Fake razor, yep. Fake razor type thing. And I was just like, and because, you know, Kevin. Oh, no, was, you know, they, they blamed it on Jim Ross, too. Yeah. Jim Ross was like, well, we got him under contract. What do you mean? That's Diesel and Razor. What do you mean? Look, <laughs> Scott, like, Scott was still using the, 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 the kind of like, like the, the Razor Ramon gimmick, you know, Chico and stuff like that. But Kevin was just being Kevin Nash. So, mm-hmm. 
you know, they couldn't get that defamation lawsuit type thing. But in the great probably America, one of the best things he's ever done is go blonde. Yeah, give him a better look. And then the Great American Bash comes and uh, Bischoff gets powerbombed very scarily off the stage. And then they start like heels and faces from WCW are coming to attack these guys. Like they feel threatened by these guys. And, mm-hmm. they, and, and these ain't two jobbers. It ain't like, you know, Shane Douglas came over, you know, uh, and I'm not trying to say, call him a jobber, but he wasn't, he didn't have a successful run at WWE. But it ain't like, you know, he came over, you know, uh, along with, uh, you know, Coco Beware or something like that, trying to take over WCW. It was two of their top guys, if not the, the two top, because D- Diesel was just a, a world champion. Mm-hmm. So they came over and these, WCW was, was legit scared of these guys. And, and to be honest with you, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, yo, what's going on? I, I really, as a child, was like, what's going on here? Then they said, well, we're not you got the third man. Remember, who's the third man? And then we had to have that, that three on two at Bash at the Beach with Sting, Macho, and Luger taking on uh, Hall and Nash. And then here comes Hulk Hogan. And then we, we get the birth of Hollywood Hulk Hogan. And then mm-hmm. that's when the NWO was born. And I remember people was just their heart was torn out. That's that's how I felt with Stone Cold went heel in two thousand one. I was like, "What are you doing?" Like, I I really felt upset by that, but I didn't care because I never liked Red and Yellow Hogan. I mm-hmm. never liked that Hogan. That Hogan so. to me sucked. Okay, but. If I have to deal with any version of Hogan, because you already know I'm like, I don't like dealing with Hogan, period. But if I got to deal with any version of Hogan, it's always Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, always. Always Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Because that, that was like, that was the Hogan I liked. Okay, I was like, yeah, he, he was a badass there. He coming out there playing the guitar on the championship belt and stuff like that. And then they, they had some killer music for life. And they was really taking over. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, because of Scott Hall, the NWO has got started, and then they started to do the guaranteed contracts. They didn't do guaranteed contracts back then, until Hall and Nash got up in there and started doing. The, started to get the, that sting money they called it, and he put a clause. Wasn't in um, Pillman the first one to get a guarantee? Said Pillman. Mm-hmm. Well, Pillman was after the Outsiders. I know what I'm saying. Wasn't he like one of the first ones to get that? Get the act like a. He was first one to get like signed, not like a, like, basically. I think he was first one to do like the no compete thing. I, I believe. It, it, it's it's a possibility. Because you remember when he was going, he was going, he like got released out of his WCW contract. Then he went to ECW. Then he went to WWE. Then he went back to EC. Like he was just like, this is like, nah, you got to stay here. Yeah. So, I believe. Pillman was one of the first, but that, that, anyways, neither here or there. You know, you're absolutely right. It, 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 it's like I say, it's probably I gotta go. I gotta definitely go look it up. But I, and then, but they had like they was going for that sting money, and they put a clause in there because Eric was just throwing Ted Turner's money around, and he was they were saying that if anybody comes to this side and they get paid more than us, we need to get bumped up to that. Mm-hmm. So they was just you know, 
crazy and making money in the WCW. And then, of course, <clears throat> you got to credit also, like I said, Urban used to love Toy Martins or did love the Razor Mode. But it's like NWO brought the culture to wrestling. And when I say NWO, I'm not talking about Hogan. I'm talking about Hall and Nash. I remember in a shoot interview and then Nash was saying like, yo, we was looking like we wasn't trying. We was trying to be innovative. And they remember they was watching Tupac and they said, look, how Tupac used to wear his bandana to the front. Opposed to how everybody used to wear their bandana, you know, like in the back in a way. Mm-hmm. And then so, but, but, but look what happened. Scott Hall was wearing it like that. Kevin Nash. No, that's, was a, that's, like a, that's a good Hall look for real. Yeah. Cause you know he, he had the black hair coming down, but he had the bandana tied up in the front. X Pac wore or Six wore hit, hit the bandana like that. Kevin no, he Nash his the right way. Say what? He was probably the only one that wore his the right way at that time. Yeah, and the, you know Kevin Nash was was wearing the bandana the bandana to the front like Tupac. Like Tupac inspired them, and, and even even uh, Scott Hall will call Eric Bischoff Easy E. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Easy E. You know what I'm saying? And uh, the way that, the, you know, look, Nash stayed with some FUBU shit on. How many times yeah. you see Big, big Stacey come out there with, 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 with the FUBU jerseys on? Yeah, that was his, I'm telling you, FUBU was his brand. Now you would have thought he got signed by him. It, it, exactly. I'm just saying, like, it, it's like LL Cool J and Kevin Nash. Because <laughs> that's, that's what it was. And then on top of that shit, they had fucking C-Murder Rap the Wolfpack theme song when the Wolfpack came mm-hmm. around. Just so, uh, just so they can throw the West Side sign. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfpack, West Side. So, I was like, yo, they is like they they did one for the culture at that time, man. And it was at at that time nobody was seeing. You see, you know, the merger between rock, hip hop, pop, and wrestling all the time now. At that time, you did not see them blending the lines like that. At least I did. How 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 do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel like they brought something to. They brought their own style. Like you know, like instead of being a character, and it was kind of like they because they were booking the show at that point. Yeah, it's kind of like they. It's like they came in. They were outsiders, and they they were like booking. So it's like, well, we can do whatever we want since we're booking the show. And I feel like they just did whatever they wanted. So yeah, you won't see murder. Can you rap on this song? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it was one of the biggest shows at that time in you know, on cable. Of course I wanna rap your song. All these people can hear my song. Or, you know, of course I would do this. I do that. Yeah, I, so. I just like like the stars because you know, I remember Kim actually in an interview was saying Hogan was too me- too Memphis, I think he said it was. Which he, Hogan is like a by the book wrestling dude, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna cut the promo. He's like, yo, I, we ain't trying to cut the promos that way, dude. But they, when they was recording NWO, so he said, yo, we we just trying to be us, and we just trying to be cool, and we and we try to we we try to do things that is not wrestling. Bringing Dennis Rodman in is not wrestling, <laughs> okay? And and do do I mean it? It, it costs money, and then Eric Bischoff's all about let's blend. And at that time in the nineties, gangster rap was the hot was the hot thing at that time. 
in in the mid nineties, and they was like, "Oh shit, we going we going we going to associate that with with with, with NWO." Mm-hmm. Yep. Because there is no DX without NWO. You know, you, you know, they definitely try to do NWA. They probably was like, uh, "No, we can't do that because because the copyright." I was like, "All right, we'll just change the A to the O." Wait, you, you said they tried to do what? They probably tried to be NWA because of copyrights. They couldn't be NWA, so it was like, just change the A to O. I mean, it probably wouldn't make sense either, though. <laughs> they would have found the name New uh, New Wrestling Attitude or something. Oh, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> uh, good, but the NWO was cool with me, though. But that joint took off. However, you know, unfortunately, you know, Scott had his problems, but he still had good matches. He was never put in the limelight. You know, I mean, I mean he was in limelight, but I'm saying, like, when it came to, like, Nash had the title, Hogan stayed with the title. You know, then you had all that stuff. But then all of a sudden, people started getting tired of getting beat up by the NWO, and everybody joined them. There was nobody to fight off the NWO. Mm-hmm. There was even one time where Scott Hall, where Jericho told the story that Scott Hall put Jericho over in, in a match at, in WCW because he was like, yo, you know, I'm trying to put this guy over because he's very talented. And Scott Hall was scheduled to win the match. And Scott was like, I don't give a fuck. You know, then he uh, told Jericho to roll him up. And he rolled him up. And then Jericho won the matchup. And the crowd got right right behind him. And it's like because <clears throat> and Jericho, you know, he didn't get in trouble for that because, you know, Scott Hall, you know, took took the heat, if there was any heat for it, of, of, of doing that. And it's like, you know, he knows talent. And... I, I guess that one, that's one of the things you were talking about, the icons of wrestling. And, you know, he could see it. And at the time, when everybody was joining, because the NWO was fine when it was, you know, the three of them and six, I guess, and maybe when he added the giant. But past that, I was like, this group is getting, like, when they started adding Brian Adams and Scott Norton and Vincent and Buff Bagwell and Dusty Rhodes and Ted DiBiase, and then DiBiase was like the first person. Well, it was because DiBiase was like their JJ Dillon. He was the, their manager. It seemed like, mm-hmm. yeah. But to me, still, he didn't fit with NWO. I, I, ended, like, I, ended, I didn't, didn't need it with DiBiase. <clears throat> No, they didn't. But you know, everybody joined at one point. I believe. wasn't Brett in the group at one point. Who? Brett. Oh God, that that's that that was the NWO two thousand when it was the silver. And then I know Black. Macho Man was in there. Yeah, the Macho Man was in there. I do like I do like the madness, you know, the Macho Man NWO. But then you, oh oh real quick, uh-huh. I love I love this story. Um, after obviously the the, the screw job. And it, the next night on Nitro, NWO was throwing a party. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was like, oh, bitch, you don't mess up. We about to get a Canadian in our group. It's like the whole night, it was like, yeah, Bret Hart coming. Basically, it was like, yeah, Bret definitely is leaving. He's coming here. Because <clears throat> after what we just saw last night, he definitely coming here. Is that, yeah. <laughs> so, I think yeah. that was hilarious, actually. That is, that is fun. I mean, even though, but at that time, they were... Not truly building because uh, the people that were fighting against the NWO was Sting, DDP, and then they cre- then they created Goldberg, and then and then Booker T broke away from Harlem Heat and he started doing the singles thing. But other than that, there, everybody else was it was like there was not enough WCW guys. 
to go fight. Yeah, because NWO started taking over, like they started taking over like the brand. Like it was like WCW slash NWO presents, and then same pay per view. Exactly. Yeah. Remember, remember WCW versus NWO Revenge. I like it was all that kind of yeah. stuff. But then you know they still try to have the, the WCW stars, where you know Ravens Flock and uh, all, yeah. you know, Alex Wright and all those it kind of. Do it now. But then it got so big that they did the branch off thing with the Wolfpack. Now I am, like I said, I am a sucker for the Wolfpack. I like the Wolfpack, and then but that's the first time I, I remember seeing like Hall and Nash at odds because Hall was still black and white, and Nash branched off and did his own group with the Wolfpack. And I like now when it was Nash, Luger, Sting, Conan, uh, and Macho Man as the Wolfpack. I was cool with that. When they when Disco Inferno got there, I was like. You killed it. And then when they did the finger poke of doom, and then they did the whole Wolfpack blends in with the NWO again, I was just like, this, I'm old because Hogan just had to be cool again. So uh, then I was like, this, I'm over the NWO. I'm really over the NWO because everybody's getting their ass kicked by them. There's nobody, even Goldberg came and stopped him. He, he, he thought he could, but then, you know, Scott Hall tased him, and then that, it, then it wasn't. So, yeah, then uh, obviously Vince brought him back after he bought him in uh, <coughs> and, 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 and Jeff Jarrett with, with, with the NW 2000 was just a close the casket because it's over. Well, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, and then uh, Vince brought him back and it was just the main three and six. Six, uh, six, six didn't really come until after Scott. You know, the, and playing right from hell, he he was like very very drunk, and you know. And yeah, but was, I'm saying like when they initially brought him back, it was them three. Yeah, at it was. first, and then they added six, and then you know, uh, I think Nash got obviously the ace, the the quad tear, and you know they they so it was like Big Show, X Pod, Nash, and I mean uh, Hall and uh, Booker, and then yeah, that Booker T shirt is <laughs> stupid. I did. Uh, I didn't. Shawn Michaels joined the group. Kit Booker out. I did the next week. It, it was not. It was disbanded. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was like it, it was so. It was bad because like they didn't disband. Like you know the group didn't disband. Vince was just like, oh yeah, no, nah, that's not a thing anymore. So I was like, oh, okay. NWO Shawn Michaels. I was like, what? Mr. And I thought Pierce. to myself, pow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was. But uh, yo, first yeah. of all, side note. When that shit happened, do you know how mad I was when I watched it? Watched it. I was at a different place at that time. I was just like, "Oh, we just gonna kick Booker T out like that." All right, yeah, well, come on. Booker T shouldn't have been in the group in the first place. That's why. He, he, anyway, he, he really should. First of all, NWOW sucked. Okay, it, it wasn't that. It was just meant to set up the Rock and Hogan. But other than that, like I said, Nash towards Quad Scott was in a very bad place, and then of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sold he sold the, he sold the sound like nobody's business, but he was still in a bad place. And you know, uh, yeah, after then, that, you that, know, that, he got that, fired after the playoff. Yeah, 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 he got fired. And then, um, I I know he him and Nash went to TNA. They became the kings of wrestling and uh, a little stuff they did. Japan runs coming out to the Fujis and all that, and then um. Don't call it to the Fuji's is dope. Like, did you see the, the video um, 
uh, that, that I sent you with the, the, the Fuji tribute with all his clips and stuff in there? No, nah, I didn't. Oh, I, I, I actually no. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Sorry. Oh, the okay. tribute. You said tribute. I got you. I thought you meant like an entrance. Like, tribute. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, but... The, after that, Scott Hall was like really in a bad place. The drugs and everything was really good to him. There was a point he came out on an indie show. They had to help him walk to the ring because yeah, he, he was saying he was trying to actively like you know drink himself to death and stuff like that. It, it always it, it always hurts me because I think when he killed that guy back when he was a bouncer back at the club in like nineteen eighty three, he never got over that. Probably not, especially for the way I think that's what he said when he had that. E60 ESPN documentary on him. I, he, mm. he never got over that because, because like I said, what he believed so like that he felt as though that God would not forgive him for killing this guy in self defense. And I was just like, you know, it, it's it, it's so sad when you when you see things like this, or and you know you have to uh, hear that from some, from people because you know it's like I can't I can't imagine you know. Going through that, yeah, but um, he he had his bad time, but then you know he signed back to TNA. They were the the pack, you know him, X Pac, Kevin Ash. They won the titles. Uh, you know they was with Hogan. That was back when Hogan was running it. So of course you know it was bad. Uh, then they added Eric Young to the group because he was the only one that can wrestle. That was still kind of limber, and then um. Then the DDP thing happened like shortly after that. So yeah, when, when DDP created a miracle and yeah. brought Scott Hall and Jake Roberts back to life, and Scott yeah. and he went to the he went to the Royal Rumble, another uh, Royal Rumble, the Hall of Fame, two time Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, his Hall of Fame speech is actually pretty great. Actually, it, it but, is, yeah. and it's right to the point too. It's it, it, you know ain't staying handsome. You know, it's just right to the point. You know. Yeah, because he know he probably he probably left right after that. He probably was first and left right after that. I ain't trying to sit here and watch all these long speeches all day. No, no. And it it was good. Y'all definitely definitely can uh look it up. But yeah, it's just that was you know Scott Hall. If I remember Scott Hall, so I was always a fan. So then it comes to when he's got himself together. And I go and visit him. I kind of like, oh, Scott Hall going to be there. And because uh, usually at Icons at the 2300 Arena, there used to be the old ECW Arena up here. They would have a Icons right before they have a show. They would do a House of Hardcore show. Tommy Dream would have a House of Hardcore show uh, mm-hmm. that night. And I'm like, okay, cool. I can, let me see who's there. And I was like, oh, Scott Hall's there. So I was like, well. I have opened and put in plastic all my Razor figures and, you know, my Scott Hall figures. So I, I, I can't, I don't know what I signed, but I was like, but they had a plaque there that had a Razor Ramon plaque. And I said, okay, I'll just, t- the, the the guy who was selling the plaque was like, look, I'll take the picture out the plaque for you. I'll personally do that. You can go over there and get it signed by Razor and then I'll put it back in the plaque for you. And I was like, okay, cool. So I go over there. And then I'm, I, I go to, you know, whoever he got running his money or his paper. I'm like, I just want to get an autograph, you know, of Scott Hawk. At that time, that's all I can afford. And he was just like, you know, he did the, he did the hey and everything. 
And they said, so who am I making this out to? And I was just like, at first I was just like, was like should I just be like, oh, well, make it out to me. You know, I was just like, no, you know, just just sign it and be like, you just bag up the bad guy and everything like that. He said, oh, you just want me to sign it? I'll just sign it. So he just, he just signed it. Looking back, I'm like, it should have been like made out to Brian or something like that, you know, made out to me somehow, some way to personalize it. But what he did was he gave me a picture for free. Because I didn't pay for that. Because you, you, as you know, the pictures and the autographs are, mm-hmm. in the, you know, are separate. So like that, and he was just like, yo, man, you know, you want to take a pic for, you know, you know, for the phone and stuff. I was like, uh, sure, I'm not turning that away. And I took, I took the picture with him. And then I walked away. He was like, hey, yo, man, I like your shirt. But what do you think of Adam Cole? And I was just like, oh. I think he's cool, and I I tried to walk off because I'm just like, I don't know if I if you got a line, if you allowed to be talking to me, something like that. And he was just like, he said, hey, and then he pulled me to the side. This is the true story. And he pulled me to the side. He said, you know what? Look, I think Adam Cole is an excellent wrestler, and he said, but you know, it's just that you know he's not getting over. And I was like, well, Undisputed Era is getting over NXT, but I just don't want him to go to the main roster. He said, no. Nah, what you what he need to do? He said, guys like that need to go to the main roster and make all that money and stuff like that. But you know what? You gotta be able to transition to the main roster and see. That's why Sean is down there. But see, Sean's on that old PC shit right there. And he said, Sean be all sitting there like, all right, that's you know that's good. You gotta try a little hard, get a little better. I'm like, yo, bullshit. He said, yo, back in the day, Sean would sit there talking about yo, get off your fucking ass, you fucking pussy. What the fuck? And he was he was telling me all this. I was like, yo. And he said, yo, you take a guy like Apollo Cruz, right? He said, he said, if you if he was to put all that time that he had and put it together like you know Sean got in his ass all day, he'd be fit making fucking millions on the main roster right now. And I was just like. Yeah, you know what? I I can't argue with you on that one because I am a huge fan of Apollo Cruz, and no, nothing seemed to be working at that time. Nothing was working for Apollo Cruz. And he said, he said, you know, man, I, you know, he said, I, I, I wish Sean would get more, you know, get to their ass more and stuff. And I was just like, Yo, was just, and, huh? No, Oh yeah. And I was just like, I was sitting there intriguing and everything like that. I was like, but you know, NXT seems to be a better show. Anytime the main roster goes on there, they don't know how to use something like that. He had the mindset of, you know, Scott has admitted he's all he's he's about the money. He's about the channel. You get he, it's it's like college football. You get the money first. You know, so you make sure you get paid and get the money first. This job is not forever. And then yeah, you especially can, in wrestling, when you get the money, you kinda just check out sometimes. Yeah, you do. Some people do check out. I said, once again, he is from a different generation, though. You know, where they sometimes, sometimes like you 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 pay them and they get better or they get worse. It, it, it all it all depends. And I, I'm not saying Adam Cole. I, I think Adam Cole has the, has the passion for wrestling, obviously. And I was just like, what did, did you say? Sp- passion? Huh? No, 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 no. Oh. Talk, I was gonna say that song. No, 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 no. Oh, and you know. With Adam Cole and Unspeed Era at that time, it's like you know, NXT is the right place for them. But you know, the the main roster. I mean, like I said, maybe Sean, you know, was the old Sean Marcus. I guess he was saying the way he would get the people's ass stuff like that. You know, maybe this could have worked. But I don't think you know the gen the, the generation changed stuff like that. 
and it probably wouldn't work the same way. But we had a good conversation over there. He was telling me the ins and outs, basically, the rest of the business and what's going on in NXT. Because he, he'd be going down there sometimes. He said, you know, when, you know, when, uh, when Hunter, we asked him to come down there. And, you know, you know all the click and stuff like that, they'd be down there. It'd be dope. So I was like, and he would tell me what's, what's up going on down there. We, we talked for about 15 minutes. And when people was coming to the line to get autographs of pictures and he was paying his guy, he was still talking to me. It ain't like he said, he didn't tell, he wasn't rude to them and saying, yo, hold on, Chico. It wasn't, it wasn't that. He was just talking to me and they could kind of like, wait. And then when I was done, I left. He went on and t- talked with them and uh, start, you know, have a conversation with, uh, with other people. And I was like, I like that. I like that. I I, I like that out of people because I have met some wrestlers that, that that look like they could be anywhere but Seth Rollins. I, I met him and he was just like, I could be anywhere else but here. I mean, have you seen his wife? Of course he can be. This is before he married Becky. Oh, well. <laughs> this is back when Seth was still in the, like I, I, I've met when it came to Russell was he just a heel and was he just playing you in the, in the uh, character let's see I met Seth this is when uh, was it heel Seth and he was just in character is that what it is I don't I don't I can't I'm trying to remember what year it was cause it could it cause could, I know I know somebody that got jabroni by the Velveteen Dream when he was in care that he got mad for real. You know, I understand. I understand you see people in character. Like this, I've met the nicest people I've met because sometimes I, you know, when they're in character, sometimes you know when when they're not. Yeah, but I'm saying like where he was at, he was expecting like he was at the he was at the PC for like a. Uh, it was like just like a, a exclusive event. It was like a party. Yeah. So obviously, you would expect him to just be himself and not in character, but. Then was like, nah, I'm in character. <laughs> yeah. Like, Seamus, Scott Hall, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, uh, Mickey James, Melina, were Sasha Banks, AJ Styles, were some of the nicest people I've met. Oh, and Tommy Dreamer, and, you know, also. Those were those are wrestlers off the top of my head that I that I've met that were some of the nicest. Oh, you know, and throw Dolph Ziggler in there too because I, I met Dolph and I'm a huge Dolph Ziggler guy. The ones that were not as kind, or I guess being in character, or you know, not or well, you know, also throw Matt because Matt Hardy obviously I I got deleted, so I was happy about that. Uh, the people that were not as great. I was like, okay, Seth Rollins, uh, Randy Orton. I can understand Randy because I'm a Randy Orton guy also. I was like, it didn't matter. Uh, who else? I mean, I was just like, you could care less. Um, New Jack. So stay New Jack. Uh, Roadkill. <laughs> But roadkill uh, from ECW, you remember roadkill? 
uh, well, he probably like, how do you know who I am? That's probably why he was <laughs> upset. You know who I am? What do you mean? You want to autograph? And I got to do stuff here? <laughs> most, of, most of the time, the people that I've met have been great. Like, you know, Leo Rush, Brian Cage, Tony Atlas, Too Cold Scorpio, Raven. You know, I, I've met, I, I, I've wanted to meet Kevin. I didn't get a chance to meet Kevin. I wanted to meet Vader, but Vader died. So, those, but mo- most of the time, 90% of the wrestlers I've met have been just great to me. And the ones that go above, oh, and John Cena, of course. But the ones that go like above and beyond to to, to, to just, you know, make it a more personable or, or personal event. Scott Hall was that person. Sheamus was that person. John Cena was that person. And I'm like, you know, I'm blessed. I got, I got to share that moment at that time. You know, because it's easy. I go to icons and just, just pay my money and take a picture and keep it moving and stuff like that. But I'm like, you know, just to, just to have that conversation with him. And like I said, it could have been about nothing. You even had to agree with him and stuff like that. But just him pulling me to the side that want to talk to me. You know, is what it is. So, you know. That, that 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 was my scar story. That's, that's why I say it, it just hits different, you know. Because I felt like this when Vader died, and I was upset that I wasn't able to get a chance to meet him. Because I was ready, I was there <coughs> to meet him, and then he had to uh, call out basically from the event, and then that's when uh, you know a couple weeks later he died. And I was like the. Oh, and I had the shirt and everything for him to sign everything. And it, it hurts. I'm a, I, Vader is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. So, uh, and that's how I felt about Scott. I'm just glad I've got, I was got to share that. I got that picture right there. And like, you, you get asked all friends. Like you was up there talking to Scott for a minute. I was just like, yeah, man. It was it was a it was a dope conversation. Like if we had a couple beers stuff like that, I was like we really could we could tore it up. Like like real shit. Dope. Yeah, so and it was great to see all the wrestlers uh in the business pay tribute to him. You know, Britt mm-hmm. Baker came out and had the whole, you know, Scott Hall black and white, you know, oozing down gear. MSK had their NWO shirts on, uh, on NXT and you know, people have been doing a lot of tweets. It, 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 it's hurtful for me, especially when you see and yes, he's the bad guy, but you know, Scott Hall just impacted the wrestling business like no other and started yeah. the, mod- the modern wrestling business man so, is there anything you want to add to that uh yeah i met scott hall a few years ago at a at a con convention i was working at i was uh hosting panel i hosted his panel actually him nash and pot x Pot. yeah and um before him before they even knew i was hosting it i was just like we were watching, uh, I think we were watching like Tully and what's the other guy? What's Tully's? What's what's Tully's? What's the tag team partner of Tully? That's not Arn. Barry Windham. Nah, it was. It was. You, is he is he is he alive? Barry Windham's still alive. Okay, so it might have been like Tully, Barry Windham, uh, JJ Dillon, and Magnum TA. Oh man, TA man. Hey, that's my. <laughs> so, 
So yeah, so it was like it was like them four, like getting interviewed at in like the stage area or whatever. And uh I was in the back watching like when you in the back, like you know so you know the way that this thing is set up, right? You know how like when they people sign autographs and it's like a curtain. Yeah. When they, when you in the back, uh their curtain is right there. So like I was sitting in the back and all they did was just like come from behind the curtain because obviously, you know, they just came from behind the curtain. So like Nash comes on my left, Hall comes on my right, next pocket standing over me, and they just talking, and like I'm kind of just in their circle. So they just start talking to me, and they just and I don't know. I just thought it was dope. That's before they even knew I was interviewing them. So then later when it comes and I'm backstage, and they like, all right, this is your interview. They're like, oh, it's you again. I'm like, yeah, yeah it was me. So yeah, <laughs> I uh, thought that was dope. Uh, what you know, they was they was they was talking about this announcer. They said he was a terrible interviewer. <laughs> no, because like they was like he's not even letting them talk themselves. He's not even letting them tell the stories. He's just cutting them off and he's just doing this. And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, uh-huh. like the guy would interview them and then let, he would like you know they'll be telling the story and he'll kind of cut them off and be like, yeah, I heard that one. Yeah, 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 or stuff like that. I was like, nah, you gotta let them tell the story. And I was like, yeah, okay, and let them tell the story. This is obviously before I had the podcast and all that anyway, but. It's just I was like, yeah, that's kind of it was dope. Like, and they were just talking, and then I'm just like in the circle. They just like took their conversation that they was having, and they just like included me in it. Now just in their conversation for like 20 minutes, because it was like on break. You know how like when you go on break and they gotta put the sign on your table. Yeah. And they just went on break, went behind the curtain, and behind the curtain there was like a ring set up with a stage, and they just kind of just, uh, you know, just watched the interviews at that time, like the panels. Uh, Jake Roberts had one. He was getting interviewed, and um, Ricky Steamboat came in there. He was like, "He was like, I want you right here on the floor." He was like, "If I did, he was like, if I DDT on this floor, none of us are getting up." He was like, "Yeah, you're right, you're right." So I don't know. I just thought it was funny, but yeah, no, that whole day was cool. Yeah, I almost tied Ricky Steamboat to the floor at one at one point, and I was just like, I was like, "Yo, you about to get DDT right on this concrete floor." Yeah, I got scared for a moment. He did the fight supposed to be and everything. And I was just like, oh my God. I'm about to nah, that, that that con was cool too. Especially at that con, like at that moment, that was the first year of that con. Like okay. now, uh since I, I kinda still work, I didn't do it last year because I was like out, but I might I'm gonna do it this year. Uh this year we got a lot of people coming. They got the hardies coming. Uh, they got a lot of people like that's gonna be there. Angle and all that. So I'm like, I'm kind of excited. Hall and Nash was supposed to be there, obviously, but yeah. uh, I don't even think Nash might go anymore because he just he's probably just not even in the mood for wrestling, like in general at the moment. Yeah, I don't blame him. But yeah, so they were supposed to be there. at that time. It was just nice, like of them to be so cool and so calm and just walking to a random stranger that you don't know and just started like talking. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah it, it, I need to it, post like a picture from that panel or something. I need to find my pictures from it. Yeah, like I said, that's why I made sure I post my picture up there that that I took. When I was like, I was I was glad he didn't even take that picture. You know, it was it was dope, and I was just like, man, because you there had to be. You know, as I think about it, because I had my buddy's NXT Championship with me. That had to be the the show before the Evolve show. Because I remember when Evolve came to the 2300 Arena 
and they're getting recorded <laughs> to be on the WWE Network. Okay. Oh, also the show that I did was like one of AEW's first shows back when they before they had a TV deal and they were just doing like the shows, yeah, the pay per views, and um. So one of this had to be like in, in like whatever Daytona, whatever it was in Florida because we were in Florida in the con, yeah. and there was like a if AEW is supposed to be supposedly this is at a time where it's, you know they had no deal or nothing. It was like if AEW is supposedly supposed to be the second best wrestling company, and they have a pay per view tomorrow or whenever, why haven't I heard of it? And I'm living in the city that the pay per view is is in, and then he was like, see, they got to just ramp up their production because. If that's the case, nobody would know because I'm in the wrestling business and I don't know y'all got a pay per view in my hometown. So he was just kind of like giving them constructive criticism, I'm assuming, because there are people on the roster that was at that show. Uh, so they probably just, you know, like, you know, criticism, constructive criticism and all that. And I kind of like it. And um, uh, another moment that I have with that I, that I, I wasn't there, but it's just a funny moment to me is like, Back in the day, I used to watch a lot of YouTubers. So I don't know if y'all if y'all watching, y'all listening to that. Y'all know like the uh, Chris Dankers. Y'all know the CM Post is. Oh yeah, I still uh, I, I still watch Chris Danker. Them Danker, them my careers. I watch those. Yeah, maybe like John Blood. Y'all know who New Legacy Inc. is or whatever. But anyways, this was very early. Like this is like it was like CM Post, a guy Tubby Emu, and then uh, I don't know if people know is Small. Tubby still doing his thing. Real quick side note: Is he still doing his videos and stuff? I don't know. I know he uh, he lost a lot of weight. Oh, okay. Like a lot of weight. Like. Oh, she he should be, be called Tubby no more. No, not at all. No, no, no. no. I, okay. Side note, you know, like CM Post and another other people have a wrestling company, right? I know he had a company. No, they have a legit company. Yes. Oh, okay. And he's the ring announcer for their company. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So he he does ring announcing, and then uh, sometimes uh, Brandon. I don't know if you know Brandon does everything. Sometimes he does ring hey, announcing. Hey, yes, I do. Uh, Chris Danger is their top heel. He has a group. He's just uh, a manager, but you know, I think it's kind of dope that he was like, "I'm gonna live out my fantasies to be a real life heel manager." But after, anyways, um, so it was it was Smalls and. Uh, at that time, Smalls was doing interviews, and it was like so. It's, it's probably SummerSlam 2013, 2014. And he walks up to Razor. Razor's like, Yeah, he's like, Scott Hall. He's like, All right, I'm going to make this short and sweet, almost too sweet. And then Scott <laughs> Hall looked at him. He, he looked at him with the most disgusted look. He said, I guess I give you too sweet. All right. And then the guy was interviewing. He was like, You work for the WWE? He said, No, I don't work for the WWE. He said, I can tell. You're a total jabroni. He was like, who can I... He was like, uh, how can I get better? You are a total jabroni. And then he just like kept saying, no, no, no. Like, the, the uh, Smalls was trying to move on. He was like, all right, I'm a jabroni. All right, so what about this? Uh, Hall was like, no, no, no. You are a jabroni. I'm trying to get this through your head. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite moments because after, like, podcasts and shows after that where I watch posts or I watch, like, Tony Pizza guy, they would talk about it. It was like, you know, remember that time Scott Hall... It's, it's just funny. Like every time they bring it up, even now on their podcast, when they when they bring it up, I get I pop because it's funny. And uh, I don't know, man. This is a good moment. Good moment. It is. It sounded good, but also though. And even though I'm not even there, it was just a funny. It was just hilarious. So, yes. 
Oh my God! See, there's there's plenty of those kind of stories involving him. And I'm first, of all, I'm actually glad that you shared those stories. I was like, I'm, I'm not the only one that had a story. I was like, but well, you know, I figured you you probably met Scott Hall a couple times in your lifetime. I wish, like I said, I wish I, I could have uh, you know meet him again. You know, he had that big purple blazer. I'm glad. I, but the time that I had just to have that conversation with him for him to sign my plaque, which I still have hanging up in my house. Yes, I probably should be like, you have it signed to my name or anything like that. But I'm like, I got the picture. I got the conversation. And I got that. Who who can ask for much more than, than that? And it, it was it, it was a custom made plant. Like this this guy at this at this uh, wrestling event, he makes these plaques. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a very deep it's a very nice and detailed plaque, mm-hmm. and he he makes these plaques, and then for him to take apart his 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 thing, and to you take the picture out and then put it back together for me, I I can't I can't ask for any for any more than that. So, you know, whenever like I said, of course, I would love to meet you know Kevin Nash. Also, like I said, I was always a little bit more of a fan of Kevin Nash than I was Scott Hall, but that it does not take it from it take it from Scott Hall by no means. But I know he's not going to be at any of these events because that was his. Like, of course, we got the whole clique and everybody's hurting, but that was his guy. That was his right hand where uh, Triple H was Sean's right hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just the way. I mean, they're all best friends together. They're all the clique together. But you know, you know, Scott was his right hand. You know, on on, on everything as the, on the, as the outside, just like D, you know, and then was like Teddy with DX. And I always wanted like, what would they ever do like a DX versus NWO type matchup? I guess the closest we got to that was WrestleMania Thirty One. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of that. I know he was like Scott Hall was old and limber then, but I'm surprised he took a bump. He took in a general. back. He took, he took a back. He took a body, back body drop. drop. I'm like, oh, he took a bad body drop, and then Kevin Nash, Kevin Nash took a move where he landed on his knees. I was like, oh, they bumping today. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were like, we're doing it for WrestleMania. It was funny because I was just like, so X Pop, where are you going to align it? But he stayed. He stayed with DX. But I was just like, but. It was like because he know Triple H was winning that match. That's why. <laughs> I bet if Steam was gonna win, he would have been like, "Oh no, I'm turning." Yeah, so I don't know, but yeah, no, there's some cool stories, cool moments, cool memories, and uh, you got to say goodbye to the bad guy. Yeah, it's and like I said, it's gonna be hard, but I do believe it's so it, hard don't to do say goodbye. To yesterday, yesterday. Dude, no, see, you would see the boys the men one that original one to be like doo, 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 from Cooley High to yesterday. That that one gets me all the time. Mm-hmm. The original one, oof. But you know, I I hope and pray, you know, that God laid His hands on him and. Bless his soul and took took away that pain and let him know that everything was all right. Because like I said, ever since he killed that guy, I think that's been weighing on him. I'm not saying that's the only source of his alcoholism and his drugs, stuff like that, but I do think that helped play played a part of it because every interview he had was saying that that thing still haunts him to this day. And like even when Kevin put the post saying that, you know, 
him thinking that he he wasn't right for heaven. I'm just like, yo, man, that's just so heartbreaking to hear. I'm just like, you know, God take care of this man, bless his soul, you know, put put him at peace, and you know, have him come sit right next to you because you know he needs that. And uh, mm-hmm. uh you know, I'm not afraid to say that neither. But yeah, he 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 needs that, and I I, I said I hope you know. In the afterlife, he just get that closure. Hey, hey, uh, funny short thing. Somebody said, I hope he don't get there and throw a toothpick at God on the first day. Yup. <laughs> hey, yo. That'd be very funny. Because you already know. Look, y'all know how the urban youth loves some Scott Hall. You see if they put his ass in them ghetto-ass clouds, right? That's what you got to do. You got to put him in there and sit with the kids when he's sitting on the stoop. Yo, with the future pants? Yeah, you gotta put them in I there. I have to that. know the context behind that picture. I see it all the time, but I don't know the concept. Yeah, you know who he is, but you don't know why he's here. <laughs> That's the story of his life. You don't know why he's here. You know, know who he is. You don't know why he's there. So, he yeah. probably try to get a. He's probably trying to get a good place for Earth the House. <laughs> <laughs> that man was in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you probably not scared to go to the hood, so yeah, that's probably why you probably ain't, you know, you ain't go there. No, you don't, you don't mind, bro. You gotta have some heart going. There was some future pants off. Yep. Especially when you make anything work. Oh uh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, so toss your two picks out and you know raise one for the bad guy. Rest in peace, Scott Hall. Rock, rock and circadons go to the click. His family. Uh-huh. His, his friends, because yep. this this one's going to stain. This one's going to hurt, and because you, you, out of all the shit Scott Hall's been through in his life, you're like, wait, he fell and broke his hip, and he died from complications from the surgery. You would have mm-hmm. swore Scott would have, you know, he overdosed in the back alleyway like the boy from High Five did. You know, it's just that 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 that's the way you would thought Scott Hall would have went out, unfortunately, mm-hmm. but. The way it's just like he just fell. It's kind of like Jim Jim Danville Nightheart. He just fell and hit his head and had a seizure and died. When old folks fall, you know. Well, not old folks, but these are not old folks. These are just folks that have been wrestling. Their body just have trauma. They, 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 yeah. it, you're right, that because he was only sixty three years old here. He wasn't old. Yeah. But it's just like, man, that's not how I. I mean, that's not how I see Scott Hall going out. So it, you know, it's, it, it came also, you know, that that stuff just hurts, and you know, of course, they got to do a funeral and they got to do all this kind of stuff, and there's just a lot to get you know, prepared for, and that's that stuff is gonna hurt. And I I feel, I feel for Kevin Ash. Like if y'all are, if there are people out there that are truly friends of this man, go see him. Don't call him, don't text him. Go see him. Like. Like the Dougie Fresh said, when 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 things like this happen and there's grief, you go if they if they're a friend of yours, you go see that person. Cause that that visit makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> that makes all the biggest difference in the world. And his family, if they all know, like you know, uh, I know I know his son was wrestling in uh, New Japan, right? Uh, not anymore, but he was. Oh, where's he wrestling at now? Is he still wrestling? I don't know. His son probably retired. I don't know. 
Oh. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, well, whatever it is, I'm like, yo, you you reach out to these people, and you you go see them. And I'm pretty sure, you know, Sean and Triple H is like, you know, they all going and they all meeting up and with with Kev and talking to the family and things like that. So, and like the 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 other fellow Russell's been very supportive. Yes, Hulk Hogan did talk uh, at his bar down in Florida. Talk, you know, give him a little. Mm, no, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny because somebody put it before that he uh, put on IG about Ty Bray retiring. They was like, "Hey, Scott's fucking dying." Can you say something about Scott Hall? And I was just like, "Here we go." Because you know, look, I was like, we had to wait till he got to the bar and talk at his bar, opposed to uh, remember when was Zeus passed away? Oh, I don't need a bit of. He needed a minute for Zeus, but not for Scott Hall. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm trying to end this, man. I'm not trying to talk about Hulk Hogan, man. I'm, I'm done with Hogan. Talk, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. Look, so we, we, like, so I'm going to need a second double cover from this one. It's hurting me bad. Oh, okay. Say it loud. Uh, like so, so me and Prime are going to go outside. <laughs> I'm gonna go out that door. I'm gonna see you no more. Exactly. Let let the rain cover our tears, and you know it. And we gonna throw one out for the bag. I rest in peace, Scott Hall, aka Razor Ramon. Okay, so uh, we're back by the corner of the show. But uh, Q Flow, since you wasn't on the uh, on that section with us about Scott Hall, did you want to? Add anything about, you know, about his death or, you know, his career or was he? Were you a fan of his or, you know? Yeah. So, um, I got a little bit. Uh, y'all know me, casual. Uh, Scott Hall was definitely before my time. So, every anything I did was like home, you know, research of the past, and you know, like I felt like it was funny how, um, when like, hmm, excuse me, I was watching. What was I watching on YouTube when uh? NWO pulled up, and first two people they roll, they run up on is Stone Cold and The Rock. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, all right, like I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, these guys are definitely so some troublemakers, man. I don't know what they planning on doing, but like, yeah, I mean, Stone Cold got his own beer. I mean, The Rock cool, who needs your little, you know, what I mean, your little glad tidings or whatever. So I thought that was pretty funny, and then y'all know too, man. People who uh stay in tune with the music. Uh, obviously, the group I'm with, NCO, NWO, like the direct correlation. And I was always calling myself Flo Ramon because, like, I'm the bad guy in the group. Like, because <laughs> yeah. I'm the angry. I like that. I actually like that. Yeah. So I'll be calling myself Flo Ramon. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, my condolences to his family. Kevin Nash, I know, I know you somewhere. You know what I mean? Just, just, I just healing up and wet down, man. My condolences. And, um, you know, rest in peace, brother. Yeah, it's, it, it, it was a, a tough loss. So I, like I said, condolences to his family and friends, you know, and everything. I'm glad you shared that with us. Uh, so, guys, that is all for our podcast this week. Make sure you guys check out spacesfilly.com. Check out the content they have on there from the Lulu and Plot Plus One to doing business with Mark Randall to the Market Dark Show. Check out the Nerd content on there from the No Gimmicks Seated Wrestling Podcast. No, uh, the Turntable Talk Culture Beyond, No Gimmicks, uh, Nerd Gadget Talk Podcast, excuse me. 
and Drunk Dogs Over Tongue. Make sure you guys check out everything. Uh, check us out on all the podcast apps from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Check out the snippets on uh, YouTube Premium. Make sure you guys check out Primetime Elite Boy TV on the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. And make sure you check out Fresh and Flow wherever you guys can find your music. Once again, we got uh, next week's podcast. Hopefully, I can get the team back together because that's the last week before Mania. So, we got to do our definitely huge predictions. We got to say the fantasy is locked up right now. So, we talk about that. And I want to see if I can get a... It's been a while since we did a classic review. And somebody in one of the comments hit me up about that. And I was like, you know what? It's been a long time since we did a classic review. And I'm I'm going to ask the fellas, are y'all down for one? A classic WrestleMania review? Yeah. Yeah. Follow me. Okay, I I got to know what y'all schedule does. I'm like, maybe after we get off the air, we can talk about which one we want to watch. Long as it ain't WrestleMania 2000, I'm I'm, I'm over that. But, uh, <laughs> I I am over that. But we can talk about something else. So we even talk, so something WrestleMania related, I guess. Uh, so yeah, post that comment. Uh, if you guys listen on YouTube or whatever case we may be, but yeah, we about to get up out of here. So once again, this is NC and place to be chosen by Sandy, not Deion Sanders for prime time. It's been real. And freshman float, uh, the man, the myth, the revolutionary. I'm going to take it old school. Zip it up and zip it out. Wow, I ain't heard that in about a couple of years. <laughs> are you supposed to, come on, are you supposed to put that space in between it, man? So <laughs> relax. Two in supposed the to zip it up. Relax. Zip and it zip it out. And zip it out. out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, zip it to do that. <laughs> All right, guys, and once again, uh, Q-Flow, take us out. We're bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks. You already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in C. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do.